2: radio. Ah uh, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With
1: your boy Tuco Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Rascal Cast radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't
2: know, now you know. This is your boy Tuco and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this.
1: This is Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, number 188. And that theme song tells us that in just a, I don't know, day and a half hours, we're going to see a violent ass cage match. How are we doing, sir?
2: Violent ass is, uh, my real life. <laughs> what?
1: No, the twenty sixth. Is uh, Masaki to me and Kazuya Nakajima the oh, big Noah Oh, sort. totally.
2: But uh, but as I said, it was like violent and ass. I was like, wait a second, that's <laughs> that's not the good way to start episode one eighty eight of WrestleCast Radio. But yes, I cannot wait to see the aggression uh, being handled in that. Is this what one of only a few, if not the only, cage match in Noah history?
1: Yeah, I believe this is the first time they've ever ran a cage in Noah. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. This is going to be really this is going to be really good. Um, also, uh, a drag- of like Takagi. Come on. <laughs> when well, we get Dragon Gate um, back at, in uh, Kobe Sambo Hall on Saturday as well. Yes. Um,
2: the build up to Kobe World, correct?
1: Yeah. There's there's an awesome awesome uh, three way six man tag which I praise is the best thing in in life when it comes to Dragon Gate. It's um, Benkei, Kaisuke Okuda. And I can't remember who the third... Oh, Dragon Kid.
0: Uh They're
1: taking on uh, Susumu Yokosuka, Genki Horiguchi, and uh, 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 King Shimizu. And then the third team is Eita, Kazuma Sakamoto, and Kaito Ishida, who is not going to great. He is a thing. Ignore the rumors that people have been saying to everybody.
2: There's a lot of rumors going around.
1: So Ishida... Really? Okay. Yeah. So you know, how, like you you found that thing that that they were posting about how the rumors are he's leaving. Um, yeah, I didn't post the second part where it was like
2: he just had minor surgery. I, I just wanted yeah. to see you and uh, you know the groups
1: essentially the your the reaction. Well, it, so like I dug deeper after that too. Like, like that's when that's when I found out about the Nisco thing, which, which you had mention. But um, because uh, Takahiro Yamamura is like one of his best friends, and Yamamura okay. is over in Greet or Gleet, as I now know it's not called Gleet, it's Greet. Um, I don't know why they have the L in it, but uh, she a big proprietor of that company. Takahiro Yamamura okay. is part of Strong Hearts. Ashita's a big, is friends with with Yamamura. They run like a UWF kickboxing shoot fight style uh, division that they have over there.
2: And And he has a history
1: in kickboxing. Yeah. He he, he has kickboxers sometimes come to fight with them. So there's just a lot of, uh, there was a lot of talk with that, that that was where he was going because there's no, like there's no connection anywhere else for him to go. He's not boys with Shingo. So it's not like Shingo would bring him to New Japan. (laughs)
2: I mean, I think he'd be more boys with show because I would love to see that.
1: <laughs> about. And like, I don't want to see him go to Noah and be stuck in that junior division. I'll no, be, I would no, love God to no. see him. I would love to see him again. Aren't Kipone you anymore. a little afraid of Ata being
2: a part of that junior division? Or do you think there's going to be a shot in the arm that it needs? I mean, I, I love Ogawa, so. but damn, there's only so much that 51-year-old phenomenon can do.
1: I, I I don't hate the Aita thing. I just I see I see Ashida has so much more in him than just being in that junior where I think Ada's yes, kind of just a yeah. one off. Where Ashida was. So how did permanent.
2: relationship even come about if D D T or sorry, if Noah is a part of the whole Russell universe family and then you get this Dragon Gate staple, you know, leading one of the hottest factions within the last three years at minimum, uh, you know, being a focal point of that, like how did it, all of this come about? What's the working relationship like is it
1: an a e w inspired like you know crossover? I think they're just trying to do good business to cheat i mean every once in a while if you you'll see mochizuki on Noah because he's part of m's line so yep. I think it's more so just kind of one of those – maybe Ada just, just wanted thought, to do
2: it. Because Mokazuki can do whatever the hell he wants. So he just yeah, shows I, up I'm wherever. He's the
1: you know, ultimate freelancer. I, I'm not telling Mochizuki he can't, he can't tour. <laughs> Shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that old man was 52 years old. And he would whip my ass. He'd <laughs> whip all of our asses,
2: asses at once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, I think it could be just Ada's just, you know, he just, hey, I want to do this favor cool. He can go over there and, you know, work Katoge and Harada and, you know, Hajime O'Hara <laughs> would be cool, and then just come back and we'll be done with it.
2: Who's going to deliver the ultimate dick kick though? Uh, Eita <laughs> or Ogawa? Uh,
1: the, correct, the correct answer is uh, Eita. Man, I Brown or Ogawa? <laughs> e- either way the opponent's going to do well. it. Like that's coming down no matter what. Could you imagine if Kaito of threw a dick kick? Like a real Jesus. hard dick kick? I, don't know, I never stop kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you think that's gonna be the finish of that battle royal somehow is they're both gonna like dick kick each other at the same time and they both just fly over the ropes?
1: <laughs> I would I wouldn't end up getting In a too Batista off. John
2: Cena moment and then like I don't know. Since it's Noah, Takagi, you know, just comes down and then blows up his quads. If
1: if that's the finish, I won't make it to the aggression one on one because I'll have turned the show off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't dig that. Come on, how great would it be? I'd be
1: great, but man, oh, man, would that look (laughs) fake and shit. piss you off, for sure, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I will say the most disgusting uh, elimination that I saw over the weekend, I think I snapped it to the group, but it was when I was catching up on the the other Cinderella tournament matches and Micah is wrestling Julia and they're outside the ring. And she gives Julia like a brain buster on the ring post, splits her head open. Oh, so while she's dangling, she just kicks her, like, kicks her in the chest. She bounces off the corner of the apron and then takes a back bump on the floor. And then she, she grabs her head and there's blood everywhere. And she's pointing at Michael like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I, like, oh, I I not believe that. that.
2: I would dig to see that match. I think I might have to go back, especially since uh, this is my once a quarter, holy shit, why am I not watching stardom uh, kind of moment here uh, as I watch the uh, Cinderella tournament final from uh, 10 days ago. So I'm very mad at myself that I need to, again, get my stardom on Because I think I might be done with the E. Even though they had a, a, I would say, above average Helena Sullivan, but uh, there, there was a couple of times where I'm like, this shit would not go over with a live crowd. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> At
1: all? Um, I mean, WWE just continues to try to put worse matches of the year on their uh, on their resume. Because look, oh. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this for the for the sake of this. Check this out. Um, Belair Bailey, I'm on three and a quarter. Cesaro Rollins, uh-huh. I'm on three stars. Owen, Zane, I'm three stars. Ripley Charlotte, I actually went three and a wait, half. Wait, I don't know why If like you that.
2: do the two middle matches? The wrestle you know, the first wrestling matches besides the pre-show, three stars. I would put
1: one well ahead of the other, and then I went three and three quarters on the main event. Every match I had was three stars or higher. But that Bader
2: match, oh my god!
1: Oh, I I went one star dud. I might even go half. I mean, this was oh I'm my god! You just is go dud. She's making people try to slap each other and then they, they hug each other instead because they're all happy. And then, oh, did and you, hear, you see the following
2: night on Raw
1: where the same gimmick was happening? And yeah, then Nia Jax was like,
2: no! And then like she didn't get slapped by a dude on TV because I was like, oh, they're going there. <laughs> and then they
1: 2021, hug. bro. And then as they hug Nia Jax goes, are you ready? And Reginald, Reginald goes, yes! And then Nikki Cross kicks him. I yeah. was like, what are you, John Cena calling spots out there? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Stop screaming so loud. I, look, he, here's the thing is, I, I know probably some, maybe, I, maybe I went lower than, than some people on these matches, but my problem was I kind of just want three-star special for, for a lot of the stuff because I had it out in the background and I would pay mm-hmm. attention every once in a while, but I, I don't care is my problem. Like, I didn't see anything aside from that one match that I didn't like. I just – I didn't care. Like, I I – I I used to play Rollins and Cesaro. I don't care about Owens and Sami Zayn anymore. But
2: Rollins and Cesaro, they brought it. They had everything for what, I don't know, eight to ten minute match it was. They brought that shit. Like, I, I thought it was just a thrill. It was the one time I've been invested in a Seth Rollins Eddie thing in probably three years. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, like I said, like an eight or ten minute man. I don't even know the time of it. But Cesaro was recognized Seth Rollins was, you know, actually, like, okay, like, I can get into this type of style. You know, it's not, you know, the the gimmicky jackets that he would get from you know, Sheehan or whatever Hoochoo, uh, bootleg wish, you know, websites. Uh, you know, or the Monday Night Messiah or, you know, the, the CrossFit Messiah, any of that bullshit. But, uh, I thought that was uh, besides the opening match, probably the the match of the night.
1: Yeah, like like I said, I didn't see anything that I didn't that that I didn't not like. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care, so I just wasn't paying. Like I didn't pay attention to it. I just I wasn't interested in what I was watching. Well, it wasn't bad by any means. I was just like, cool. Yeah, they're just you know, there's two two dudes working.
2: Were you surprised <laughs> as uh, USA and, and NBC Universal was? Uh, that Fox got a Hell in a Cell match on a Friday night SmackDown as the SmackDown championship uh, match with Roman Reigns defending the title against Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Happened on free TV, which yeah. speculation before the event said, hey, it's going to take up majority of the second hour, when in reality, it only took up 10 minutes. <laughs> Ryan, what were your thoughts on that power grab? And should NBC Universal be pissed off? Because then they got... Their own Hell in a Cell match oh. on Monday, oh, but it only company. was with G Four's
1: Xavier Woods. It, like, here's the thing: is it's all about content, and that's the only reason they did it is because these networks are are hungry for content, and it. Look at AEW; they're putting pay per view matches on their TV too because it's all about content now. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I understand it. It's going to keep happening, but <laughs> I mean. What do, you, what do you what do you expect when you when you're when you're trying to run on two different networks and you're taking like NBC's going, Hey man, we paid you for these pay per views.
0: You you <laughs> took a match off
1: of our pay per view and gave yeah. it to our competitor. What do you think they're gonna do? Oh, I sorry guys, I didn't think that was a big deal. But oh. what does Fox have for streaming?
2: They don't have Fox Sports anymore. It's whatever no, they, Valley Sports is. They don't have a successful own streaming app because
1: the fox app is, was in six months that it came out 10 years ago yeah but th- the thing is they paid 500 million dollars for smackdown that just like they paid 500 million for raw yeah. on the other end um and then and then nbc universal paid another billion dollars or whatever it was for the network you know so they, and they one only got to one.
2: like 12 percent up in the demo 18 to 49 you know, a .54, but, you know, they were only up overall 4.9% from the previous week. And that had a Hell in a Cell match with a, you know, a Lucha legend, uh, Rey Mysterio, and one of the hottest things in the WWE, or at least the most consistent, you know, if not too consistent for a while,
1: in, in Roman Reigns. Because no one cares. It's, it, it it's, the, it's the exact thing that I said about Hell in a Cell there's a lot of really good work matches on that show that surprised me mm-hmm. how well it was. I just didn't care. So it just, I don't have an opinion. Like, like I, I, I was thinking about this when I, when, with the show and I was like, oh, well, how do I go about this when we, when we talk out of cell? And I just, I'm like, it's going to be a lot of Alex probably because I just, I don't, I didn't watch. I just don't care. I have no interest in it. And it, it literally, now that I'm not watching, i like, cause I do everything. I'm all my, all my viewing is on the computer. Mm-hmm. I watch on the computer, I have three monitors I, I jam on my, I play the show And I watch wrestling, that's what I do Like every day And I have to watch this Peacock, the worst app oh, the I've worst. Ever tried to navigate In my entire flipping life
0: mm-hmm. I gotta try
1: to navigate this Bullshit on my cable So I already don't, like I'm already Pissed off when I start watching, the thing as It is, and if and you I tried also, to watch it again Live, right, and it wasn't working? I tried, I, so I came in at like, it was like halfway through the, the stone cold, broken skull of Foley, and it wouldn't let you start the thing over. It just kept oh, staying live, weird. and it was two and a half hours into the the next show.
0: What like the I, hell? Like, yeah, I tweeted at
1: Peacock, like, I was like, what the hell? This app is trash. Yeah. And I tweeted at him, and then good. 10 minutes later, I could suddenly do it, and I'm like, okay, maybe... Maybe I got lucky or maybe somebody saw it or it just was a coincidence, but, like, fix your shit, man. Like, I, I'm glad I'm not paying for Peacock because I have Comcast.
2: Cause this is, I mean, Peacock this is, is good as an overall service for the other, you know, universal, you know, NBC content, but for the wrestling aspect that they paid a shit ton of money for, yeah, it, it's not very good, but we, we knew that. They, they have a deadline of SummerSlam you know, to, to kind of get it more user-friendly, you know, hopefully, a la, like the network was, but, you know, even with their fault set that had, God, it, it's crazy that I miss the WWE Network. Oh, yeah. right like, the WWE
1: Network, I had to hit, go into the search bar and type, you know, George the Animal Steel, and it's going to bring up all these George the Animal Steel matches. I like,
2: typed CM Punk, and they had, like, a minute clip of that, and that was it. That's all they had. It was insane
1: to me. It's, it's, it uh, I hate it. I just can't stand it. Like it was bad enough trying to watch WWE as it is and it's just like whatever. I I, I got asked the other day, I was I was like, Hey you go to SmackDown? I said, I didn't buy tickets to SmackDown. And they're like, Well we got extra tickets. Do you wanna go? And I said no. They're like, What? You don't want to go to WrestleMania? I said no, I don't. I'd rather do something else on my Friday night. I'd rather just do the summit. Yeah. I don't I don't sure. can't I I don't want to go watch Roman Reigns play masterpiece theater with the Usos. Like I don't, I don't care about acknowledging him. I mean, okay, yeah. maybe Cena'll be there and that could be cool. But like I, I saw Cena smash a, a freaking whatchamacallit, like a a trucker post into JBL who went through a glass window. Like I saw that at the Target Center. I'm cool,
2: dude. We saw John Cena ten feet away. A grown ass dude. Hey, I'm eating dinner. Leave me the bleep alone.
1: Yeah, cause no, oh, that one shitty indie wrestler guy. I can't remember his name. Um, he sucked though.
2: He's Dibiase
1: Jr. He was there with who? Michael Cole and
2: Michael Cole wearing camo gear. And yeah, Dibiase with all the women around him were like, "What?" John <laughs> Cena just ten feet away. We're like, "Holy shit." John Cena is just right there at a Hooters. Was it a Hooters? What, yeah, what it was, Hooters, was up yeah. in the blocky, yeah, Hooters.
1: Yeah, the, the time before at Hooters, I saw the Hurricane Matt Hardy and Ashley Mazzaro were there.
2: Damn. Running that hoe oh. train.
1: <laughs> I was like, of course, these guys are like, hey.
2: <laughs> you there.
1: <laughs> Ashley Mazzaro. <laughs> um, I, just, I just don't care, man. Like I know it's like, it's, it's and, like, I, I used to love going to wrestling shows, even if it was shit. I just it's mm-hmm. so cool to be there. It's I, not
2: worth the money because they're no. super in prices still. Like they the were last... still selling like ringside for like four hundred. I was like, I remember I got a second row, and it was like hundred and sixty a piece.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like. I just don't. I, the last the last WWE event I went to was the, the the draft at SmackDown when I was in Vegas at T Mobile. And the opening match was heavy machinery against um, the B team, and people were popping for that shit like it was. And I'm like laughing, and people are looking at me weird. And I'm like, why is it? What is entertaining about this guy running around yelling B team? And then they go into the, the damn the draft, and they show they show a USA or whatever, and they got the first pick, and they select Becky Lynch, and they all start high fiving like they just got Trevor Lawrence or something. And I'm like – and I I start laughing again, and people are looking at me, and I'm like, I don't belong here, I think. This just isn't for me anymore. And then I left before the Bailey heel turn and title win against Charlotte. Like, that was the main event, and I just was like, I'm going to leave. I'm bored. This sucks. I just left. Man. I went and walked around the strip. (laughs) I don't care.
2: I will say, though, uh, speaking of Bailey, she's got to be – I, I don't know. I, I love this feel of Bianca. I I mean again, I don't watch SmackDown consistently if at all, besides a clip here or there. Uh, but the package before the Bel Air match, I was it it got me hyped. I was like, holy shit Bailey Heel is truly amazing. She was amazing when she was champion for over a year. I, I thought, you know, definitely a character you can follow along with. But uh the match of Bianca I thought was, you know, probably the match of the night, you know, of course, start starting things off with wins galore. Uh, shout out to the Spine Buster On uh, two kendo sticks Stuck between the cell and the ring there uh, By Bianca Belair uh, I, You know, creative usage Of the braid Unlike the pin attempts You know, from the last, what what was it? Uh, Roadblock Revenge Tour WrestleMania 20 whatever uh, You know, where she was supposed to Wrap it around Bailey's leg It was boss, whatever, but you know, it worked uh, This time, you know, kind of uh, Bailey wrapping uh, her hair, you know, I believe a mu- against the chair and this and that. But then, you know, Bianca Belair wrapping her braid against Bayley in like a handcuff and beating her. At- you know, it was just a fun match. It was just yeah. like, two women beating the shit out of each other. Bailey, I thought, led that perfectly. Bianca Belair, you know, minus a few I don't want to say botches in a negative term, but, you know, she caught herself on some missteps, you know, doing some turnbuckle aerial acrobatic shit, but she she picked it up, you know, right away, and they just continued the match. And that was, like I said, within the first five minutes. And I, I thought the rest of the match, you know, just, just went really well. And I thought these two told a hell of a story and a, a good rivalry for Bianca Belair to have coming out of the the historical WrestleMania match with uh, Sasha Banks.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Like, I mean, I, I thought they it, it did a lot of cool shit. Um, I can't, once again, you know, this is going to be the story of the pay-per-view for me for about 80% of it. I can't tell you much that otherwise that they did. I mean, the Bailey redid the two Kendall stick thing, but it was like pre-taped together or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. McAfee called that out, which I thought was pretty entertaining. Um, I mean, yeah, they, they they wrestled each other in a good way. Like, I just don't, I don't <laughs> even, think, I don't know what to say because I didn't, I didn't care to watch it.
2: Yeah, I just not care. Like, I don't.
1: I have. I Are have, you
2: being I, paid by Tony Khan that I don't know about? Do you agree when he said that Double or Nothing was a much better show than WrestleMania this year?
1: Um, I think so. WrestleMania had some some good stuff, though. So don't get me wrong. I think WrestleMania. It's had hard the to best judge because it's two nights. Out of the, I'll say out of the three
2: nights they had the best match. WrestleMania did. Mm-hmm. With uh I mean, the let, let's go
1: power. by let's go
2: by the events. Double or nothing of course is the tremendous pre show match uh that should not have been on the pre show, but damn, if that didn't make me want to buy the pay per view after uh Serena Deeb defending that NWA World uh, Women's Championship against Reho. uh Hangman Page and Brian Cage in that, uh, you know, Page against the Cage. I, I don't even know. Back-to-back match back four-star up. matches, though. Back-to-back
1: notebook matches. Yeah. They were
2: great. Bucks and Moxley and Eddie Kingston, which I thoroughly enjoy. One of the better mm-hmm. tag matches that I saw in AEW's history so far. A Jungle Boy winning the Casino Battle Royal after eliminating Christian Cage. Great shot. Taking those uh, marks down a notch, uh, Cody Rhodes, which I you know one of the matches that surprised the hell out of me, how much I enjoyed it with Anthony Agogo, uh, Miro taking and beating Lance that Archer rock. via technical commission for the TNT Championship. Doctor Britt Baker being a uh, car shida. God, where 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 am I going here? Uh, oh, for shoot. the AEW Women's World Championship, uh, which was the uh, the debut of the new uh, bigger. Belt as well. Darby Allen and Sting taking on Men of the Year, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, which made me a Sting awesome. Mark for the first time <laughs> in my <laughs> life. Kenny <laughs> Omega in, in that historic triple threat as he, Orange Cassidy and Pac regaining that title, and of course the Stadium Stampede match, which was the Sammy Guevara a free for all, a star performance as the inner Circle defeated the Pinnacle.
1: That yeah, was. I mean, that show top to bottom, I think was better hands down. I yeah. just, I, I think the best match was, was Sasha and, and Belair. Cause that was just so good.
0: Yes. And, it, and
1: there was so like, it, it just, it worked on so many levels and they, and you knew they were going to go that hard. It's like, it's like, what you, if you, you know, it's like, Oh, you're going to get Okada and Osprey tonight. Well, you know, they're going to work as hard as humanly possible to make it the best <laughs> thing ever. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Um, uh, but I just I don't know, man. Like we can keep like I'm gonna be honest with you. The match that I I watched more the most was the worst match on that show because I what couldn't bleep? take my eyes away from how bad it was watching Sasha or uh, um, Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss like she's like making her separate her hands from her and
2: uh. she, she's a contortionist all of a sudden when she was trying to do like <laughs> what, a what bootleg Bray Wyatt front forward crab.
1: I started laughing so hard when she started walking around. I said, what the hell is going on here?
2: My other thing with that is, as bad as that was, we have to give credit to both of these athletes for going through this shit, for like Bliss, to kind of continue this gimmick, even though it's a well-ran past its course. They even got rid of that Lily doll after the, the abysmal... Uh, ending segment of a Monday Night Raw as it yeah. chased and tormented Shayna Baszler. But you got to give credit to Shayna Baszler for doing 15 minutes of non-wrestling with a doll, and then for, de- you know, pretty much dealing with this bullshit. Losing. Losing. And then Nia Jacks trying to be you know trying to be a credible friend and then alexa bliss saying we were never friends and then hypnotizing the said Nia jax uh in the uh, oh god i i literally laughed and was about to flip my tv over and i was like that would never work with a live crowd they would be laughed out of the damn building
1: oh yeah people would have well, walked out the first time the fiend was on fox there was fox executive sitting in the front row and they were laughing like, what the hell are oh, really? we watching here? Yeah. yeah. There's a picture of it. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't Mike Tyson sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I, Well, there's lots of Blitz tweets. Like this, she's tweeting something like, oh, I can't remember what it was. Let me fi- let me find this tweet because it was just. So, out of <laughs> your,
2: your wrestling people's, any of them defend this bullshit?
1: No, I've never. Okay i I think at one point um uh what call it um i I don't know if doom for Jordan maybe one of the two of them were trying to like defend and, uh, it's, oh my God most america
2: can basil ever show her face again in pro wrestling Summit after that atrociousness?
1: She better. She's the she's the first and only uh, women's champion since I started it.
2: Yeah, but you're not going to strip her for, for, you know, fighting a doll?
1: No, because they, they pay her more than I do. So get your money. <laughs> Secure the bag. <laughs> yeah, get that bag, girl. I'll just, I won't treat you that way. <laughs> you're the
2: evolve of streaming Piro, is what you're saying?
1: Let's see where is where where is this thing? Um, where did she tweet? Where did it go? Alexa Bliss tweeted something. Um, about like how she's all extremely happy about what she's doing and everything. Like I, I can't find it. I don't know where it went. And I'm just I'm just getting a deep divot into. <laughs> God know what's uh, even
2: crazier is I think Shiri of Stardom probably would have bitch slapped everyone.
1: Oh, yeah. Even you, creative. Died. <laughs>
2: Speaking of creative and the WWE, uh, kind of a story of making the rounds, a WWE Raw writer uh, who was on a podcast talking oh. about how she was essentially hired because of her comedic TV background that she had. Uh, I believe she was on. Asian not Asian podcast here uh Monday Night Raw writer Kenice Mobley uh talked about her occupation saying that she claimed WWE did not ask if she knew anything about pro wrestling she didn't even know the name of their champion she said I think his name is Bobby Ashley or Bobby Ashley
1: <laughs> that's all this company's doing now they're just they're trying to just bring in prolific people. To to write to us, uh, let me let me let me let me jump into something that I just saw. Um, Outstanding structured reality program Emmy list has come out. I want you to tell me if you've heard of any of these shows. And the, there's a reason why I'll go through this. But you're the TV guy, okay? Yep. Family or fiance?
2: I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a the learning channel type of show.
1: I think it's about do you pick the family or the fiance? Uh, eight engaged couples who bring their disapproved families together for three days under one roof. Hmm. Dream Life.
2: Dream Life? No, I have no idea what that is.
1: Serena DC moves to Hollywood to open a new dating site and film her celebrity interview show. Followed Serena and her staff. Um, <laughs> guest starring <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, Tara Reed, and Corey Feldman. No, I'm good. Dr. Pimple Horrible. Popper.
2: I, that I do know, yes, because that show scares the shit out of me.
1: Um, celebrity IOU
2: uh, No, but that sounds like That would have Danny Bonaducci on it
1: <laughs> Hollywood A-listers Express their gratitude to the individuals Who have had a major impact on their lives By surprising them with home renovations
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Drew and Jonathan Scott Help each celebrity with a special renovation oh, Of course, I was like Is this a Property Brothers gimmick? And lo <laughs> and well, behold, it is Okay, this one I've heard of Catfish the TV
2: show I love the movie, hate the show. Um, Big Trick Energy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good show. It's about Canadian magicians. You should know something about that since you're a magician. Nice. With ladies.
1: Um, best of the Worst?
2: It sounds like a 90s type of kickboxing movie. Or was that <laughs> Best of the Best?
1: Best of the Best. Uh, Members of the Red Letter Media watch and review multiple film ranging from B-movies to instructional videos, sometimes sent in by fans. No. no, Uh, uh, I'm going in reverse uh, alphabetical order here, too. Antiques Roadshow. Oh, of
2: course. Love Antiques Roadshow.
1: And uh, the last one on here, AEW Dynamite.
2: Really? Structured Reality Programming?
1: AEW is headlined by Cody and Brandy Rhodes, Chris Jericho, The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman, Page, and Jon Moxley. AEW is a global wrestling league that features a roster of diverse male and female wrestlers, giving fans a new wrestling experience for the first time in 20 years.
2: Could you imagine
1: huh. if the TV company of the WWE, who is like horny for being a TV network, AEW gets an Emmy before they do? Everyone's getting <laughs> fired.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wow! Has it ever been nominated besides like a YouTube or a Webby award?
1: I'm sure they have, and I'm sure you know uh, WWE always gets on the list for Emmys with Raw and stuff. But oh, do wow. they? I never knew that. That's crazy. Well, I'm sure there's like a giant list that they narrow down.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But man, oh man, I hysterically laughed when I just read that. <laughs> what is happening? Office. Shut up, it's everybody! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like how I'm seeing all these stories over the last week saying like Vince knows the the product is stale. Vince and WWE are looking to rebuild the product by the end of 2020. Like all this bullshit. It's like no, he just about securing the bag, making those Netflix movie deals, and then selling the company to like I don't know AOL. <laughs>
1: This company has two has every wrestler under the under the roof. Um, they have guys like Drew Gulak and Ricochet on, on main event, yet they feature Tamina Snuka and Dominic Mysterio on their TV shows, like predominantly as and their champions.
2: No, they Think feature Tamina Snuka and Natalia Nidaheart, which I didn't even know they were the women tag champions. Uh, get into backstage shenanigans with Mandy Rose and the other one. Uh, Dana, Brooke, Dana Brooke and like three
1: weeks in a row doing the exact same gimmicks. Ex- uh, I don't know. <laughs> they're they're trading in their actual wrestling <sighs> yeah. gear. When when I was at MPW, I showed up with knee pads, wrestling shoes, <laughs> shorts, and a t-shirt. I didn't I didn't come in kick pads and full gimmicks to training. <laughs> no, the
2: first time uh, the the blonde duos were like posing and doing. Uh, a calendar shoot or something in a wrestling performance center training facility. What (laughs) sense was that? Like, 10 feet away from the ring, they're in bikinis taking pictures, and I was just like,
1: that makes no sense for any storyline whatsoever. I miss back when they used to do, like, the diva shoots, and they'd take, like, Tori Wilson and Trish Strasse to, like, Cabo and have them get all just doing, like, like all airbrushed yeah i was like man that, when i was like 19 years old i was like this is this is tight i i got some dvds from from uh sam goody when i worked there all the time <laughs> <laughs>
0: sam
1: goody. well like all right so aside from um a crash pad being removed and caught on film um <laughs>
2: <laughs> or the mystery kick by uh charlotte flair to rearrange yeah,
1: kevin dunn man is losing his touch like what is he doing yeah if they didn't You're have to do nine hundred cuts, now? like every yeah, second they're cutting, like that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Stroke City. What do you want to talk about in the show? Because I, like, I watched it, and I don't care. I don't have anything to say about it. I don't have anything to add to it. I no, just it was I, there for me. I, and, and maybe
2: that's why I was like, oh, well, it was under three hours to begin with. You know, I fast forwarded through all the the promos in the beginning. You know, the the entrances and shit like that. Uh, like I said, Bianca and, and Bailey, I thought was tremendous. Cesaro and Seth Rollins, great fast intensity. Uh, Cesaro just proves again, why the hell you haven't given this guy the brass ring yet. But, you know, again, Seth Rollins has been really good in this feud. Let's, you know, not only this match, but I thought their mania match was really good too. You know, Cesaro getting over there. But what I liked about the match, Ryan, was simplicity of the finish, where Cesaro was just kicking his ass, and he was intense. He was about to get him into another swing, and then a Rollins just small packages him and gets the win. I was like, okay. Usually an ending like that will piss me off. I was like, okay, I'm good with that. Of course, the abysmal uh, uh, Baszler-Bliss match we won't talk about. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, I don't know. This didn't do anything for me. Good match, but I was surprised that Sami Zayn was dominant Percent of the match, and still picked up the victory. What do you think Kevin yeah. Owens needs to do when he comes back from this sabbatical? Or is he just waiting for his contract to run out so he can go to AEW? Or is he going to pull a Samoa Joe who just recently came back on NXT and maybe uh wants to go play with Trips? And Hideki Suzuki.
1: Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is Hideki Suzuki doing? And then I was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't know he was actually there. Like, oh, you mean his, like, me?
2: My doppelganger?
1: <laughs> I thought, uh, oh, that, how you actually, now you've got to watch NXT, because I've been I telling you to watch Hideki Suzuki for a while. I think you'd dig him. And he's with Roddy, which rules, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Who was the other um, guy? I had no idea who that white guy was. Uh, Tyler Rust. He signed, in, he signed the same time that um, uh, Jiro did
2: oh okay. so he's in that class okay um, he was
1: russ he was russ kyler on the indie scene and then they so they signed him he, he 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 had been wrestling for a while he does one new japan strong and he's instantly in nxt the next week Just like ben <laughs> carter ben carter I'm like, this dude's going to be tight. Ben Carter works Game Changer. He works AEW Dark, and the next week he's in NXT. I was like, well, that that makes sense because this company's scared to death.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy seeing Alex Zane and Cameron Grimes kind of each other on on NXT this week. I was like, I'm down for that shit every day of the week.
1: And how over is Cameron Grimes? And then Blake Christian wrestled Kushida. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. I don't know what his name is now, but uh, and and I'm ecsta- ecstatic that Stokely Hathaway's in this with this group or what do they call Michael Bivins? hmm I I think he is tremendous. Well, yeah, because none of
2: none of them can probably talk.
1: <laughs> that was my <laughs> realist. I was like, can Robbie really carry a pro? I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe okay. this I got this guy. He's really good though. He um he tweeted a uh, um. He he he, uh, he tweeted the streets not safe no more, and uh, Walter responded to him. I know, big bro. Two crying faces. Me, Fabian, and Marcel respect you. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> that's because <laughs> they they go back from from doing a lot of the the Germany stuff. He used to book Stokely Stokely Hathaway and WXW. Oh, that's even cooler. I, I great! Oh,
2: what I don't dig, though, is the disrespect <laughs> that one Viper, not named Randy Orton, got uh, as they made their main roster
0: debut.
2: Viper Piper Nivet has been dominating the English-Scottish indie wrestling scene over the last couple of years, has been in NXT UK, was in a few of the May Young classics, and the announcers were like, "Who?" I get the Jimmy Smith guy should be like, "I don't know who this person is. They're not in my notes." But the other two wrestlers on that show should damn well know who Viper Nevin is, and they played it so stupidly that again, I wanted to flip my TV off of my my
1: wall. It's it's the same thing as when when. Mia Yim lost her mask and they're like, who is that? I can't can't tell who that is. What do you mean you can't tell who this is? It's Keith Lee's children. She's been here for like four years. Dude, do
2: do drop.
1: uh, (sighs) Dude,
2: oh, I I don't even know. Was it that writer that we just talked about that made up this whole scenario, do you think? Might have, I don't know, man. I
1: just, Jesus. Like, I mean, she went from being Queen Viper based off of, you know, the Super Mario Brothers princess running in Japan and overseas and then she comes in and they, she goes to Piper Niven instead. okay, that's fine. I get it. You're not going to call her Queen Viper. That, that's totally mm-hmm. cool. Then she goes to UK and she's, she's working Tony Storm and everything. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then this happens and it's like I don't understand what's going on here. Like, I could be wrong, but um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find out to make sure I didn't. I'm not screwing up or anything. But mm-hmm. I could have swore that uh, that Corey Graves did commentary on one of those shows that uh, she worked in the Mae Young Classic. <laughs> oh Lord, that makes so it even is- better. He's called a match of hers before.
2: God, I, I feel bad for Blair Davenport whenever uh she makes her main roster debut. Yeesh. Blair Davenport. It's
1: Blair Davenport. Uh
2: it is the uh one uh, Mrs. Ariel Assassin, Will Osprey's better half B Priestley as the air oh. for NXT UK.
1: I bet you were gonna say that's like Kaylee Ray's real name or something. <laughs> wait, wait is what is what so what are they calling her in NXT UK?
2: Uh, Blair Davenport.
1: Oh, Lord. that's Okay, that's a real thing.
2: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's happening. She said, you're not what are they- taking my name, a la Keith Lee, which he can't even trademark his own name anymore. What are, you, uh,
1: what are they going to call Will when he goes over there?
2: Billium. Eggplant emoji t-shirts.
1: He's going to be Billy Goat Sampson. <laughs>
2: oh we that's our next shirts uh rhea ripley defended the raw women's championship against queen charlotte's flair as my girlfriend said wow is that charlotte what happened um this match happened it was i would say rhea ripley's strongest match as a champ or you know since on the main roster i would say since again she was kind of forgotten for a while when she came up uh before she won the title um but like i said one of the better matches that she had that wasn't on an nxt uh screen there but again the phantom kick by charlotte but again i thought charlotte you know she did all right but you know this wasn't anything to go home with what did you think
1: i i i for whatever reason Maybe it's just because I paid more attention. This was probably my second favorite match of the night. Okay. Um, I thought there was even things the that were kind of... Even the finish? See, that's the thing is I didn't see the finish, but I didn't, I, I didn't really... Oh, so...
0: I just heard the yeah. bell
1: ring, and then I saw that she was DQ'd, and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. And then I was like, I'm not even going to try to rewind it and see what happened, because Peacock... Not on stuck. the Peacock. Can't yeah. I did, I did like... the your whole, whole system. <laughs> what, did, what did Charlotte say after she's done? She's like, ah... I would have done that same move, bitch, or something like that. Yeah, she's like, me. I know what you did, bitch. I was like, whoa, <laughs> it's like scary
2: Terry Krueger.
1: <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that one.
2: Yeah. You know, like I said, it was one of the better Ripley matches, but who was the heel in this match? That was the other thing. That was a heelish-ass tactic to retain her title. And thus, I thought Charlotte was the baddie.
1: Yeah, I don't know. All right. Now they're going to wrestle again. So I was like, damn it.
0: Oh, you know, because
1: this division's still so, so thin. I still say, if I'm Nikki Cross, I go I go back to their Pritchard and go, look, I just beat both of them in two minutes in the last four weeks twice. Why yeah. don't I get the title shot? Oh, that's what you want to do? Well, instead, let's make you a superhero.
2: Instead, we're going to fire you. and send yeah, you, fuck stuff you home for, in a
1: for challenging garbage bag. our creativity.
2: Good luck in so, the NWA. Yeesh.
1: Oh, my God. And then when she cut that promo transforming into a superhero, I was like, man, I liked it better when she wasn't talking. (laughs) Uh,
2: Speaking of non-talking, and uh, hopefully the last time we see these two uh, engage in a ring, in a long, long time, Drew McIntyre challenging yet again for the Raw Heavyweight Championship against, I would say... One of the most ballerist intros I think I've seen in a long time with the Thunderbolts and the giant 3D graphic of the almighty Uh, tremendous presentation. And then, oh yeah, he comes out with MVP. And I was like, it took him how long to make this guy a champion. Uh, Granted he had a lot to learn, but I thought, you know, this match wasn't anything special. Nice horse battle, you know, don't get me wrong beating the shit out of each other as we saw the welt from Drew McIntyre, yet again, uh, but also Bobby Lashley, you know, sporting some, you know, lost skin as a bandage on his, uh, uh, during the match on Monday, kind of came off, and you just saw bare pink skin. You're
1: like, holy shit.
2: Uh, but besides <laughs> that, uh,
1: you know,
2: it was cool. I was kind of like you. I was just like, you know, kind of nodding off here and there, and, you know, I was like, all right, I, I know who's going to win this. Oh, Bobby Lashley wins. Hooray. No more. But as we stated, this roster is pretty thin here, especially for the face side for Bobby Lashley on Raw. You got Kofi Kingston next in line, which, you know, can make for a fun program. But who do you got after that? That's what the draft's for. Who Biggie Langston is going to come over?
1: <laughs> yeah. you <laughs> will end up back with the New Day. <laughs> Not well, Cross and
2: Bronson to have uh, had some tryout. The rumor is that they will be on a main event, which I believe dropped today or tomorrow. Um, and but the big news is Scarlett did not accompany Karrion and Cross, and she is getting her own separate tryout at tomorrow night's SmackDown Live tapings. Um, Ryan too soon, even though both these guys are champions in Triple H's uh, you know developmental down there in Florida uh what do you think the the cases of this and is it fair triple h is to say yoink we're going to take your two top champs and put them on main events
1: i just i don't understand why you need to have a um why they got to have a tryout like how much tape do you have on these guys
2: <laughs> Evolve, like, bro you, like literally <laughs> like just bought that library <laughs>
1: I mean, I, like, I get it. You know, Vince has probably never heard of pro wrestling gorilla for Jonah Rock, you know, or he probably was like, what the hell is Jonah Rock? Like, well, that's Bronson Reed. <laughs> well, I'm not watching Jonah Rock. No, it's Bronson. Shut up! And, and that's as far as it probably got. Well, they, you didn't really get to see a lot of them.
2: He's going to be good, though. He can transcend, I think, on that roster. He, he could definitely be that, that tweener that they, they could be looking for.
1: Yeah, he's a good worker. I, I always liked him at PWG. Um, especially especially battle of uh, in the bowl. He always had some good stuff in the battle, uh, battle of Los Angeles. The he always can be there. counted
2: on for the one or three like holy shit spots during a match, which is is always a good thing for
1: for TV or you know for even house shows. I just, why do you not keep the act together? Yeah, with carrying cross like that doesn't make any sense to me. But you know so we I'm have about stars the- in the roster. We just don't know how to use them. What are your thoughts on on the former,
2: formerly known as Killer Cross or whatever his gimmick was? But Karrion Cross, I mean, I I, I would say the In Your House Takeover that was just a few weeks ago was like probably the second match I've seen of his, you know, that I watched all the way through. Didn't really watch any of the Evolve or Impact stuff or anything like that. Uh, he loves the Saito suplexes, that's for sure. Uh, but he's a big dude. Like, he looks like a wrestler of another era. But, you know, he could move, he's got good facials, He, you know, and, and the suplexes look dominating as hell. I mean, can he be that next guy, do you think, you know, a couple years down the road for this company? Or just, you know, on a national level? Can he connect, do you think?
1: I mean... I think he can cut an okay promo, but, you know, now he's going to have to go up to, uh, you know, getting your, your promos written for you, which, once again, I wish somebody would have wrote Nikki Cross's promo for her because she just talks in circles over and over, and nobody knew what was going on. Was like, What's she talking about? But, I mean, Karen Cross <laughs> is 35. I mean, he's not young. I mean, he's not old, but, I mean, he's not, you know, it's not like he's in his 20s and they got time to, to groom him if they want to. You know, they – yeah. If they're going to do something with him, they almost got to do it now.
2: Yeah. And that was always the rumor when he signed that he was going to possibly be a pretty quick call up, you know, to to either Monday or Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, he's got a good look. I mean, I know why they want to use him. Do, 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 do. I mean, that's all <laughs> I
2: see is like him and Cena in a match.
1: Oh, he'd be a perfect Cena antagonist
2: at Roadblock 2023, that for I just, the the true Cena heel turn at Fast and the Furious Nine this weekend.
1: Yeah, I did. I, I um, I was I almost went and uh, did like a midnight for it, like a seven o'clock one. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, now nah, I got to get everything ready for for uh, Summer tomorrow instead.
0: <laughs> I still got to get
1: my background shit. Since I thought it was a great idea to announce that we're starting at nine instead of ten for a special hour pre-show, that was a dumb idea. Now I got to figure out what I'm going to do for that. I'm like, damn it! Hey,
0: Wait, you what nerd. Hey,
1: Brian.
2: Jesus. If I wasn't at a rodeo, I'd, I'd be out. Well, but I'm going to a radio rodeo, a Mexican goddamn rodeo tomorrow in small town America, South what? Dakota of all places.
1: Why are you going to a rodeo?
2: Eh something to do, the little one. She likes rodeos.
1: What time is the rodeo?
2: I think seven to like 11. There's like a shit yeah. ton of people going, apparently. Apparently, it's a cool event. This, is, this And me, me and being a man about town now, I have to, you know, make appearances
1: every now and then. Got it. Sucks, but, you know, who knows? Ladies and She'll gentlemen, we'll not be seeing big. Alex Mello at the sub-games two tomorrow. I might show up on a cellular device. (laughs) We wish you well in your future endeavors. Son of a bitch. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I kid, I kid. I don't know. I I don't have anything left to say about this pay-per-view. If you're
2: Madison Square Garden, do you charge the E-double since they're crawling back there after AEW announced that they're going to be at Arthur Stadium? Uh, possibly twenty five thousand for AEW Dynamite's uh, events in uh, August. Yeah, it's August.
1: September, I think they
2: have.
1: I think they have like a like a permanent fee that they. But they have, been, have like the, they wrestled there what two years ago for the first time in like 10 years or some bullshit like that. Yeah. I dropped yeah. them double. Yeah. Why not? I mean, they try to block New Japan, too. Yeah, I mean, those guys. First time since 1993 in the Montreal Canadiens are going to the Cup. Overtime victory over Vegas. the Habs.
2: Really? Maybe Vegas, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. Interesting.
1: They, they play the winner of the Islanders and Lightning tomorrow.
2: Go Islanders.
1: Go Lightning.
2: Take that, Demtris.
1: Take that, Alex. Go Lightning. <laughs> I don't need to hear that not need that blasphemy that's, you, you, have, you have given blasphemy two times in a row now I, I uh, would that's you what leave. I do man rodeo over summer games and to hell with the bolts
2: I'm just trying to get laid man
1: that's true that's fair I respect it. I respect your heart <laughs> <laughs> oh my god not if that, they not lose that the I help rodeo but I, I'm going to be so mad I would be so damn mad. Like I joked with uh, somebody's like, who should I pick for uh, the Stanley Cup? Because we do a uh, uh, everyone picks a team, and then whoever gets the ba- or whoever wins or gets the closest gets first pick in fantasy. I was like, take the New York Islanders, and I you know I was like a giggle. And now the Islanders are in Game Seven with the Lightning go to the Cup. I'm like, shit, did I just speak that into existence? <laughs> it might happen though. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. They will win tomorrow. Mm. They will win tomorrow. Hedden will lead us there.
2: Anyway. Let's go Islanders. We got to do it for Mick Fulton.
1: Uh-oh. Mark Messier is joining ESPN for NHL coverage next year. Somebody call my mom. All right. Where are we going next year, sir?
2: Hey, the NHL is back on ESPN next year?
1: Yeah, ESPN. They, they're a contract. I right thought it was like NBC. TNT. Um, ESPN and USA are going to get it show it or no yeah or turner and espn both like bought it wow so
2: they like teamed up got the deal really
1: yeah everything that i've read is they're um the nhl like especially the playoffs are going up every year in ratings
2: oh yeah i mean well they're on almost every channel which is good you know mm-hmm. uh but it's been i don't know since the blackhawks were winning you know eight years ago it's been exciting again you know, to watch hockey playoffs that was the only time as a kid when i would watch would be the playoffs because it would just oh. be so exciting and there would be like five hour games you're like holy shit it's only zero zero and the fifth <laughs> overtime Yes, oh nice.
1: yeah you, you like can't turn it off it's, it's- well, that's the one thing, too, is, like, now it's to the point where if you make the playoffs, anybody has a chance to win. I mean, two years yeah. ago, um, or last year, only two of the eight um, higher seeds won in the first round. Six of the underdog seeds won in the first round last year. Last year, Like, it was, like, Washington, and they took them seven games, and then the Lightning were the only ones that were, like, favored to win and actually did. Otherwise, Campbell would have been the only one. I think. I was like, damn,
2: man. Is Ovechkin, when it's all said and done, is he going to be a step ahead of Crosby, or is Crosby still the man of this era?
1: Or is Crosby's got all those rings? Got those rings, man. I think that's a huge. That's huge. Yeah, but Ovechkin I- got all those points and goals.
2: And, Ovechkin you know, may MVPs. end
1: up with more goals than Gretzky.
2: Does that count? More, I mean, different eras, but it just seems
1: like you know the
2: more players are are hybrids now, comparable to you know thirty years ago, thirty five yeah. years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, Alex Ovechkin right now is the sixth sixth in goals in NHL history. He has seven hundred and thirty goals. She one hundred and sixty four more to beat uh, Gretzky. And
2: those Russians play through the, like damn near fifty. <laughs>
1: And, I mean, Ovechkin, you you look at him, he's only 35. You know, he's probably got a few more years. He's probably got four or five years left in him. He doesn't Mm -hmm. get hurt. I mean, he's durable uh, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, he's – you look at his last few seasons, you know, obviously this year he only had 24 goals. It was a weird year. But the year before he had 48 goals and 68. He had 51 Mm -hmm. and 49. Thirty three, then the year before that fifty, fifty three, fifty one. One year he had sixty-five, like he's I I I want him to break it. I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. If he was, I mean he, he theoretically could And he be would 40. still be underneath Sidney Crosby. Let's well, see, he's got a total of thirteen hundred and twenty points. Where is Crosby's points? Thirteen twenty to Crosby. They came in the same year. Crosby, where the, damn, he's got a much bigger, uh, his Wikipedia is way different. Okay. <laughs> oh, does it have regular season and play? Oh, this isn't what I want.
2: Take that, Zach Parisi. Yeesh.
1: 13. No, that's all right. We just want, I just want Crosby's career points. That's all I want. Why is it so hard? What is King? Nine hundred and forty
2: two.
1: Um he has thirteen hundred. so he has five more points than Ovechkin for overall.
2: Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised. Especially with the eight he has
1: eight hundred and thirty nine assists. Jesus. And he's got more more rings. Man. So yeah, Krause. My my son, Sid the Kid. That's right.
2: It's, it's Why he's named that? I get it now. Uh, yeah. I thought you were just a fan of of Sid Justice,
1: <laughs>
2: or maybe John um, was. I, I I don't know her past.
1: So we got one other show really to to review, if, and then a bunch of news from what I see on here. Um, I. I think we should just get into it. I I can talk that. I watched that Game Changer Outlaw Mud Show. If we want to talk that for any reason too, I didn't check that out. Um, Oh, where the police were called? Oh, I didn't see the police called because it was it was the main
2: right. It was Warner Mance Warner and uh, Mdk uh, Nick Gage, right?
1: Yeah, I I didn't see the cops there.
2: I saw Joey Janela. He videotaped. He said oh, when people think this shit's real or, you know, something along those lines. Not before he was Florida man and, and you know, of course, Charlene Drake worked, uh, the other day at that uh, horrific oh, 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 uh, oh. town meeting. But, uh, yeah, he took a video and it said, wow, when, you know, cops think this shit's real. And they, like, came in and thought it was, like, a real
1: bro. That's and they had to they, like, make them, you know, they had to educate them, if you will. Yeah, gauge, gauge one via pile driver, that was pretty tight. Um, was the greatest shows or, or what? I, just, just, I mean, they were hitting each other with everything, and he just picked them, picked them up and just drove his head to oh, the ground. Geez. That was it. Uh, Mance Warner broke a door over his back, though. That was pretty cool. But, I mean, I, I, this wasn't a good show. Uh, Jordan Oliver with the Torture Crabby, Gringo Loco. I went two and three quarters. Gringo Loco, though, coming to the ring with a goat.
2: An actual goat? Yeah,
1: I yeah, had a goat on a rope from the from the fair thing they were at. No. <laughs> I um to Dickinson defeats uh, two cold Scorpio with a DVD and uh, two. I uh, went two and a quarter. Scorpio, I think, got hurt, but it was wasn't mm. very good. Jimmy Jimmy Lloyd via Tombstone pile driver that was stra- straddling the middle rope uh, a door over the rope uh, defeated Alley Catch. Wasn't very good though. In two and a quarter, Matthew Justice lost to one called Manners via doctor Om. I did go three, or invite AJ Gray for. I don't know why I didn't see that match or what I was doing, but I I think I I didn't come back from the intermission in time.
2: Is it because you hate or invite?
1: He had a he had a really good match. Uh, one of the last shows that I saw. I can't. It was. In, I think it was in a death match tournament. Where I thought it was really good against. Um. Uh, I can't remember who he worked on it. Uh, but then uh, Atticus Kogar lost to Ricky Morton nice. in, like,
0: three Whoa. minutes.
1: Really? Yeah. I was uh, He just beat the shit out of Ricky Morton, and then he went to stick the uh, skewers in his head, and Morton a small package and pinned him. And Then they announced that Ricky Morton, that Wyoming was, was the I only state he never wrestled in. So that's why he was on the show, because he'd never wrestled in Wyoming before. Oh. Um, and then Kogar came back in and jumped him and was about to skewer his head and then uh, Janela made the save and challenged Colgar to a match at Homecoming. So that'll be awesome, Colgar mm-hmm. and Janela on the undercard, and then Gage beat Vance Warner. That's uh, the second season. week of July, right? Homecoming. I think it's the end of July.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Let me double Cardona check. Cardona and Gage.
2: That crazy <laughs> matchup.
1: Jesus. Did you see? The fans are gonna murder him. At, uh, uh, the 24th and 25th of July. Okay. Did you see when uh, he showed up at the their figures podcast?
2: No, I did not. Um, Gage uh, showed
1: up? Yeah, and he's cursing about whatnot. You know, and everyone's booing him and cheering for
0: uh Cheering for
1: uh yeah. Um uh, Backyard Wrestling Three, uh this coming or next Saturday, three PM. <laughs> brother versus brother, Dexter White versus Otis White. It's uh Atticus Kogar versus Otis Kogar.
2: Well, it's got to be better than that brother-brother
1: match oh, that we saw two years, two years ago. Um, also, uh, Nasty Leroy versus world-famous CB Natas, which is Satan backwards taking on Ricky Crash, who I believe is Ricky huh? Shane Page. <laughs> was <laughs> the one driving the car That's the last one? <laughs> Maybe. What is this, Dallas? on the tenth, Joey Janella versus Ninja Mac. Gage, it's Nick Gage and Alex Cologne in uh in Dallas. Oh, like one on one?
2: Yeah. Oh, Dallas is not ready for that shit at all.
1: Starboy Charlie Tony Deppin.
2: That's cool. Well,
1: wow, I wonder if the title's on the line for that.
2: Nara H gimmick?
1: No, the um the game changer. They're running a show in Dallas and it's a cage in uh, Cologne.
0: Mm.
1: Kane versus Taker, live from the yard. We go back to where it all started. What is this? Oh, there's like a backyard wrestling video of, uh, I think, the two Colgars from when they were like little, like five-year-old kids. (laughs) Interesting. That's really funny. Otis. Oh, he's uh, he's supposed to be like Undertaker. And then Dexter is supposed to be like, Kane. Hey, this is going to be great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's, that, that's, that was about it for that show. But there's, there's some fun stuff coming up, I think, for that homecoming. Ruckus is going to be on the homecoming. That's cool. Ruckus.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm going to be actually at a uh, campaign launch for a gentleman from this area who has, like, done the national anthem at, like, a shit ton of NFL, NBA, NHL games. Um, he's an author, motivational speaker. But I found out as I corresponded through email with him as we're setting up his wonderful launch ad in our paper here next week uh, that he is a wrestling nerd. Um, he was actually from, uh, I believe it was South Korea? He was from Seoul, uh, was adopted and then brought to the States. He's a Air Force veteran as well. But he became, you know, this wonderful, you know, human being, really nice guy, all of energy. Uh, and, and he was like, I saw on his website, you know, it was a picture of him and Brutus BK. I was like, oh, yeah, we ran into him like Sargast. He was on a lot of cocaine. But I didn't say that part. Um, but uh, I was just, I, I mentioned the wrestling thing and, we corresponded about wrestling for about like three emails. So that was pretty tight, but hey. next Saturday we'll be uh, launching here in town and uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty damn cool. So excited for that.
1: So uh, Natas is Jody threat. Uh, she, and it's a picture of her as a backyarder, And then our uh, Ricky crash is Ricky Shane page. And there's a picture of him as a backyard. And it looks like he's about 14 in this
2: picture. <laughs> is anyone going to shoot someone in the face but did they shoot him with a sparkler, right? I oh, remember he, he shot himself. himself. Yeah, he, uh,
1: the, the schlack gave this, like, random dude, Splat- like, a, <laughs> uh, a sparkler to, like, <laughs> shoot or whatever. And he shot himself with a Roman candle or whatever. Oh, schlack. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, Atticus Colbert tweeted, my brother was born in 1990. The Undertaker debuted in 1990. I was born in 1997. Kane debuted in 1997. Brother versus brother, this is pretty much Undertaker versus Kane if they were backyard wrestlers. Gross. <laughs> Those um, matches
2: were garbage.
1: <laughs> um so let, let's 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 jump into a serious note here. Um, <laughs> God, I just keep going down rabbit holes. Congratulations to the Clippers for winning the first ever Western Conference Finals game, a mere seventy-two years after the Lakers first did it. That was Max Kellerman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Phoenix gonna um, win
1: though? Well, they're up two one
2: though still, right?
1: Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, when they when the Lakers Jeez. when the Lakers beat them up uh, in game two, Phoenix won four or game three, Phoenix went four straight. So I, I don't expect Devin Booker and CP three to miss thirty out of forty shots like they did tonight. That's not gonna happen. That, that,
0: that, <sighs> that, 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 that
2: is one. are we really gonna get a Hawks Phoenix Suns? I want it so bad. How crazy is Trey Young went from a young Kobe just shooting everything and anything to then finally talking to Kobe and realizing how to change up his game to now becoming one of the, I I don't want to sound like a lame old person, but one of the dopest players to watch in the game because he has controlled his tempo and his shots uh, so much. And, you know, again, just Kobe parallel and, you know, that time that he spent before he passed last year is just an amazing, amazing story. And I, I don't know. It's just it, – it's nuts to think we're going to get a fresh NBA, NBA final with a new champion in a long, long time.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about, you know, in a way the comparisons too, you know, this is Trey Young's third season, you know, Kobe ended up starting fifty games this third season after only starting seven for his career, and after after that season three, you know Lakers then won three titles in a row. So he's his, it's really clicking even more just like Kobe year three. Mm-hmm. Keeping wow. the comparison, how I I wanted Dallas and Atlanta in the finals. I wanted oh I wanted yeah, Luke and the uh, Dallas should have beat the Clippers. Man,
2: is that one I'm of for, the best?
1: Draft day trades of all time in any sport. I think sport. that's, I think that's the most even trade in general that in any sport. I don't think. Can you think of one trade that has worked out so great for both teams ever? No,
2: that's John Elway's guy who was traded for him. I'll wait.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess Rivers and Eli was a pretty even trade because they both, you know, Rivers was. You know, he, he put up Hall of Fame numbers. It's just his team yeah. playing but And they uh, had players on the
2: team, but, you know, yeah. it was the and Tom Brady deflated the pulse.
1: I, I can't wait to see the shop when, when Tom Brady un, uh, unveils about how they're like, you, you chose that motherfucker over me, <laughs> adding more uh, fuel to the fire of them, which uh, it's, it's been pretty much decided it was the Colts, Raiders, or Bears was the team. Because they were the only teams that had the salary cap that could have made the move. Yeah, but the Colts, well, they, you know, I could see them with quarterbacks.
2: But, yeah, the Bears got them.
1: Well, you got to figure they signed. He could be talking about Phillip Rivers because they signed Phillip Rivers that offseason instead of Brady. Yeah. If that's where he was going. But and we all know Nick Foles and Brady don't necessarily get along. And no. Foles beat Brady in a Super Bowl. So I could see the hate there. God, could you, like, man, could you imagine if that was what happened? I mean, if Brady would have
2: been a bear, I, I don't see them winning a championship. Like with Tampa.
1: I don't, know, man. I couldn't see Tampa. Yeah, but you got to figure you guys would have got Antonio Brown. You guys would have got Gronk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we didn't you know I mean?
2: another tight end. There we're like tight ends deep, even with old-ass Jimmy Graham spiking that ball.
1: <laughs> You know, you guys would like you would have had so many more people. Um and then that and then you would have had Khalil Mack. I don't know. I it, it could have been and you they didn't you guys like have a nice run and then and then just like choke the season. Like start like five and one and yeah. then just choke the season? I don't yeah. think Brady would have choked that season.
2: Well, he choked at the beginning of the season and then you know, finally picked it up what, week six or seven?
1: Mhm. Yeah, the same week the bears started choking. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's it uh God. When I was watching Pat McAfee and he had Ian Rappaport on and that's that's where the Colts part came from and I didn't even think about the Colts thing. And McAfee's like pacing in his in his studio, like, You mean to tell me? And he's like heated and, and he starts going through the map. And the numbers, and he's like, well, you guys knew you were going to sign Rivers. You know, you don't have to lie about it. No one's going to care. He goes, yeah, of course I did. I'm I, I talking with the team all the time. And then he's like, but, you, but, but I didn't know about Tom Brady. And he's like, so bad. <laughs> like, he's like, look, Philip Rivers is great. And I was damn happy we got him, but he's not Tom Brady. I'm sorry, Philip. And he's like, "Rappaport, you need to shut the fuck up telling me these things, man. You're gonna get me pissed <laughs> off
0: right now." And Rappaport's
1: like drinking a beer, and then AJ Hawk's just smoking a cigar, like, he always... I, I, I love watching that Pat back in the show on YouTube." Oh, it's a YouTube
2: Pat, show, huh?
1: Yeah, twelve uh, or uh, it's on um one to four, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. already on YouTube. But okay, I must focus. Let's get into the other show we need to review. Because we might actually make this a, a normal length show for once.
2: I know, right?
1: Um, and I still got a shit ton of stuff to uh, do for tomorrow. By the way, special start 9 p.m., everybody. slash It's radio. 9 p.m. pre-show. Uh, jo- uh, Jungle Express versus Stronghearts. Also, uh, Tony Storm and Sasha Banks. Both will be pre-show matches. 12 matches on the pay-per-view tomorrow. It's going to be the biggest car we've ever had. And uh, you guys saw the graphic I posted on Facebook. Kento B.R., eighth of baby, world title on the line. Woo hoo! It's gonna be sick. We got we got a whole new. The personalities,
2: your- if that match, you know, obviously it, it will come true tomorrow at Summer Games too. But in three D world, in in reality, yep. I I don't think people's minds could could take all that that charisma, swagger, and oh, dick-tickery. hickory in one match. The tongues alone by both these guys, that they love <laughs> to stick out to get those ladies all, you know, hip, hip, parade. Uh, again, they would explode out of their seats.
1: That, um, so, what, that ironically, too, I find funny, on that uh, Outlaw Mud show, the stream I was watching, during intermission, they turned on YouTube and started playing, like, wrestling. and Like, they had, like, they played, like, Randy Orton's entrance theme and stuff. And, you know, just, <laughs> you know, Mark shit. And then all of a sudden, like as they're playing these themes, I just hear, bum do I was like, "What the fuck?" And there's and then there's a picture of Keto Bihars staring at me. I'm like, "This guy's playing Kensal Bihars theme music right now." That's great. cool. And then all the people in the chat are just going crazy, and I'm like, "Oh my god, maybe more people watch All Japan than I, than I thought." And like people are posting gifts of that like that white cat that's got its eyes closed, bobbing its head to music. They posted that GIF of that cat. <laughs> and then they posted like Carlton dancing and then somebody posted like the fat guy at the Timberwolves game dancing and like all these sorts of crazy shit like uh, somebody did a like uh, like Randy Orton when he's jumping and doing the splits like they're posting all these funny gifts and then some asshole has to kill the mood and he posts in there just think about it we're not going to get Okada versus uh, Miyahara until they're old and broken and on a memorial show and everyone's <laughs> like Why the fuck you got to say that shit and in the mood <laughs>
2: oh my god that's a that's a sad true statement though,
1: yeah, like it'll be when they're both like fifty and they're in like a six man at like the yeah. you know like
2: and they have a hologram the... of jumbo suruto just <laughs> randomly in the match yeah. Like what What's happening? like
1: like yeah that, I was like man, and somebody was somebody like the next response was just really, and then nobody's posting <laughs> dancing gifts anymore, and everyone just kinda <laughs> nobody's talking anymore. Then finally somebody posts the dancing cat, and then it goes back to everyone posting things again. But for like a slight moment, like everybody like came together with, for Miyahara, and then they were just like, ah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Please. Like I, I think that those are two of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen, and it's just a shame that we'll we're never going to get to see them ever have mm-hmm. a one on one probably.
0: Yeah, that sucks.
2: It could happen, though. I mean, they're they're doing, like, more joint shows. I mean, they got another one coming up with, like, nine different companies, except Geet's, you said it's pronounced? Great. Great? Oh, that's stupid.
1: Yeah, that's why. So it's G-L-E-A-T because it's great. I just don't understand the, the L behind
2: it. Yeah, I don't want to sound racist, so I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> speaking of racism, uh, one Derek Fury should be happy. As Austin St. John has just been announced for Twin Cities Con October 1st through the 3rd. Oh. You know, the you Red know, it, Rangers?
1: I don't know, it is gleet. I don't know. I just so, I heard somebody, call, somebody today was like, when, when he almost went to great to great Which is gleet, but it's great. And I was like oh weird Yeah, um
2: the show's gonna be on there
1: and and this is, yeah, yeah, he's working like some upcoming shit isn't he Takanori Ito It's
2: the main Takenori event Ito
1: too oh. Takanori Ito he's like a he does commentary for them
2: too. Oh really? I'm yeah <laughs> I'm all for this shit. I mean, it's good for show. You know, kind of getting himself more out there. Uh, Are they, you is know. there a
1: date on that show?
2: Um, not on. Not on the graphic I sent you earlier. They
1: um, they from what I've heard, and I need to. I want to. I want to start trying to get into this too, because apparently, because they this show is a lot the, of the weekly on one, right? This is the bodyguard shit. No, that's colega.
2: Caligula, so, what?
1: <laughs> so, uh, uh, November 2018, uh, Ledette, um began investing in like Ricky Choshi's Power Howell um, and then they did some other stuff. Then they bought the 75% shares of Noah um, and then uh, Ledette sold Noah to Cyber Agent mm-hmm. and then Ledette met with uh, Kiyoshi Tamura, Tamura in in the in early 2020 they selling selling Noah and then they collaborated collaborated with um uh Kaz Hayashi and then uh No Nosawa long guy who because of the Noah thing and that's how Gleet started or greats or
0: ah.
1: um their first show was in October of last year um Sugera uh, Ironhead Fujita and Kendo is punk ass uh, beat Junakiyama, Akiyama, <laughs> Maynard Taniguchi, and Daisuke Sakamoto in the main event.
2: Damn, how Hell long was that being... stare down?
1: <laughs> I would love to see Sugara, Fujita, Akiyama, and Sakamoto in a ring together.
2: Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty rare. That's a YouTube exclusive as well, isn't it?
1: I think so, yeah. And then the NOAA partnership ended because uh, Rungai quit because with uh, them with, um, because he wanted to focus on NOAA. So mm-hmm. then uh, Minoru Tanaka and uh, Daijiro Matsui um, signed with the company then. And then that's how that UWF shit I was talking about uh, came in, which is like the shoot fight work, kind of like Cyber Age or Secret Base and Rings the, uh, back in the day companies. Um, but they they do a lot of stuff with Zero One too, like Otani and Tanaka's worked the shows. Siri's um, been on there before. Uh Shigahiro Iries worked the two. Obviously the strongheart stuff. Yep. Um Soma Watanabe they picked up two, which I thought was huge. He was in um he oh who was Soma Watanabe before? He was the guy from Wrestle one I was hoping would have went to Dragon Gate.
2: Um, he sounds I, familiar. Like I've seen a match or two of his. I um, think he was
1: Pegaso Illuminar might have been who he used to work as.
2: If you're a T-Hawk are you happy that yeah, you're Picasso freelancing Illuminar. Hanging with Shima. I said, if you're T T-Hawk, happy you freelancing, hanging with Shima still, even though he's got, you know, some ill will towards him, uh, especially around, you know, Puro, uh, even though he's still getting work. He's Jeff Jarrett of Puro. Anyways, um, I, mean, like, he... I mean, I know he was to be a staple of AEW, uh, you know, but then COVID happened. And, like, I mean, besides, you know, hooray for Gleet, you know, trying to get that off the ground there. But, man, like, this guy deserves to be on a bigger stage, you know, whether it's New yeah. Japan or DDT. Hell, even Dragon Gates, you know, just, just think of, you know, kind of the, the different matches you can have in any company. I mean, if you're him, when do you finally, you know, go it and just pick one company? And I who mean, if you, be?
1: if you look at T-Hog, I mean, there's rumors that he was going to retire last year. Damn,
2: Isaiah just cried somewhere.
1: <laughs> I I think it's a blessing and a curse because now you're always attached to Shima and people aren't gonna want to do that much business with you if they don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just and I don't know, but maybe this is maybe this company's gonna take off. Yeah, Subuwa so Watanabe was a uh, Pegaso Illuminar. He's only 22.
0: Okay, he
1: He's was the one that I wanted to come over when um when. All Japan closed, or when Russell One closed, I was hoping it was going to go with those guys because mm-hmm. I thought he would have been a kick in that in that junior division. <laughs> Man, no that would have been nice, dude. I I think they run a lot of their shit though on YouTube. I'm going to try to pull it up right now. Uh, let me see. As Ryan stated a little earlier,
2: uh, a little shoot's wrestling action. We definitely got that in the main event. Stardom Tokyo Dream uh, Cinderella. Oh, it's on here. 2021. What's Yo, that? their
1: last show is uh, on YouTube.
2: Oh, just the only one, one, one show on
1: there? Uh, no, they got a bunch of shit on here. Um, but the main event. Wow. Wow. Kasayashi, Minoru, Tanaka, and Shima against T-Hawk, El Lindeman, and Soba Nabe. Let's go. Whoa. I'm that what? Oh, my One God, my guy, Iyata Yoshida. The the reason I was watching 2AW, Iyata Yoshida's on here. Let's go. Um,
2: oh, my God. Opening match.
1: Shows aren't nine hours either. Opening match, uh, Stronghearts member, Shigehiro Irie and Issei Onizuka taking on Takenori Ito and Francisco Akira.
2: Wow, that's, fu- that's really cool. Let's go, boring.
1: man. I'm uh, I'm keeping this link open. I'm watching some glee tonight. Let's go, man. See even more reason to not watch double double E. Double yeah. double E. I think but I might yeah, be I,
2: uh jumping off that train. I really am. Especially to, when uh, I see Yutaka Yoshi. Yeah,
1: is one leg. He's a he has one leg in those purple. Yeah, he was in that uh that battle royal the that uh, cyber fight, the guy with the the amputated leg. Jesus. <laughs> he's in their take
2: that Daijiro matsui
1: <laughs> man i'm i'm legit watching this Gleet show tonight I'm well they had a Gleet rumble yeah it looks like all their shows are on tape here hmm. Gleet official youtube um they got their show from june 9th on here may 26th uh june june 14th may 5th this
2: Kaz uh, Hayashi guy seems to be everywhere, but also looks like he could be a pretty big deal.
1: You don't know who Kaz... Don't you know who Kaz Hayashi is? Uh, Yes. Kaz Hayashi used to be with Jamie Noble and Jimmy Yang and the Young Dragons in WCW.
2: Never would have guessed
1: that. Well, and then they, they used to have those awesome ladder matches against three count.
2: Choppy, choppy. Oh, and WCW. Yeah. Never would have. No, it, never would have remembered it, that.
1: Since since Noble was not Asian, he wore a he wore a <laughs> mask and he was Jamie Thon.
2: Whoa.
1: Dude, it's go back. As shit. Oh, you know the the fucking peacock you got to use. Go back to, um, I'm.
2: Wow, they're just doing straight mat wrestling and like, choke out the moves in this match. Wow. Yeah, that's
1: that UWF shit.
2: Yeah, this is like a crazy hybrid of like three different styles of oh. of ass kickery.
1: They got one show that's got Kaz versus Hikaru Sato from all Japan.
2: Hmm. Oh, five lost points. Yeah, so this is a point system.
1: I am jacked to get into this. They got some like talk. I mean, okay, this is tight. I'm I'm deep diving this. I'm just telling you now. We might we might, we might have to. We might. Oh my Alex just just dropped. He's so excited. Katsuyaki and Daisuke Sakamoto and Takanori, Ito and Sumoat Watanabe. Let's get into that shit. Man, guys, we might become a glee podcast. <laughs> Yutaka Yoshi. Oh, that that man was in a uh, DDT. Mitsuya guy guy, Watanabe. Oh yeah, we're we're turning into it, man. We're into it. <laughs> let's get let's get into Glee, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into Glee. There's Shiori which we're gonna talk about here. Um, man, they even got jumpsuits. Guys, we're turning into a Glee podcast or Glee piece. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, my, I'm
2: not going to lie, but is all of this like box kickboxing style point system? No, or is not all of it. just this special like... attraction match that I randomly turned on with yeah, it's, just,
1: it's just like a certain portion is. The stuff that says UWF rules is.
2: Oh, see, all mine's in, in Japanese characters. Oh, I see you. Deal. Oh. Yeah, no, nope. I, I see what you mean now, UWF. Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah, dude,
1: man, you need to go back and, like, from, like, 2000 WCW, like, Stargate or whatever, there's a, a six-man tag ladder match for the um for no, the I remember three- that match, but,
2: I mean, again, that was many drugs ago. <laughs> that was the, the for the three cult music contract when Tank Abbott was with them. <laughs>
0: Tank Abbott. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I still say when we get video figured out, uh, or when I get video figured out, we definitely need to do that WCW two thousand like deep dive of Nitro shows, starting with yeah. the one that we watched like seven years ago.
1: What What did I want to call that?
2: Shit Show two thousand seven.
1: It was it was like I, I wanted to go I wanted to do like the last 15 months. It was like 15 to something. Oh, I can't remember I had a cool name for that show idea because I wanted to put it on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I changed doing Summit instead.
2: Wow. Thanks, man.
1: No, <laughs> homo. So whatever uh, the rappers say. Man, I'm excited to get into Glee here, but um, no, you were you were about to lead us somewhere before I found this Gleet stuff um, that I'm excited to go into.
2: Gleet just sounds like it's something on Urban Dictionary, and I, I don't want to find out what it is. <laughs> uh, whoa, sorry about that, ladies and germ. Um,
1: what happens when we have
2: beets for dinner?
1: <laughs> you were going to take us to stardom. I was. Stardom, Tokyo Dream,
2: Cinderella Final 2021. Uh, Again, we had the two semifinal matches leading into the finals of the 2021 Cinderella Princess Tournament. Uh, Ryan, explain kind of the, the background of the Cinderella Tournament and why they, uh, you know, do the whole glass slipper dress, you know, for the winner. Um, the Cinderella aspect in general—is it because yeah. these women just kick lots of ass while screaming uh, bloody murder
1: at each other? <laughs> yeah, and it's you know, think of King of the Ring where they want get the scepter and the robe, and um,
2: oh, no, it's kind of the
1: same. point. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know, the, the Cinderella—they they go to the ball and they become the the, the top thing and. So, so the winner of the tournament. The tournament usually takes over a uh, course of three months. Uh, April 10th was night one. May 14th was night two, and then June 12th was the uh, the finals on the show that we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, but they'll run it over the the nights. Um, night two was all zero fans, which kind of sucks. Uh, night one though was was at Corkin. Uh, so that, so that had that stuff, and they do a lot of these shows too. Um, they'll do the Yokohama Yokohama Dream Cinderella. They had the Osaka Dream Cinderella. It, it all leads up to the big Tokyo Cinderella. Um, ah, this one gotcha, was gotcha. at. Um, where do they where do they run the the finals here? The Tokyo one was at uh Oda, uh, Oda, the Oda City General Gymnasium. Uh, twelve hundred and forty <laughs> fans with limited capacity, but that's how it all. It all it all plays out, in it's basically just a round robin type tournament. Um, but it was I mean just, this was this it was really good. It this was, was really, really good.
2: good, especially when your dark match was a triple threat. Arena uh, getting over the win over Lady C and China, uh just a little under six minutes in a I'd, I'd say a fast and furious start. Uh, like I said a little before here, with screams, and forearms go over with all three of these women. the tall one again, getting a little familiar with stardom, I know maybe about forty percent of the roster by name and face uh maybe I'll know by scream uh after uh, all these death <laughs> strikes that I see uh but the uh arena, I believe you know uh, again that roll up win there uh into a bridge, which was phenomenal there um was was pretty damn good, but the taller one, again, I'm I'm assuming that's Lady C. I'm I'm not really sure. Lady but, C was uh, a really tall one, yeah. Okay. She yeah, she w- had some dominance there. I was like, oh man, just think, you know, a year or two down the line, uh, she's definitely going to be a major player for 08 tie uh, if she gets drafted by them, but she could definitely be a a big daddy cool her, if you will in stardom there. But I thought a fun way to uh to start the event.
1: Yeah, she Lady C, I believe, just started this year. So she's green. Dude, they had like but, two sixteen year olds in like what in the in the ten women tag match. Yeah, Ruaka and Hana I think Hanan. Sixteen or, or Kaguma, one of the two.
2: And they looked <laughs> Like they've been wrestling since there are I don't know eight then maybe but you know <laughs> some pretty cool cool stuff happening with uh, with Stardom and, and their wrestlers. Talk about a young lioness, and that's for sure.
1: Yeah, that was a fun match. Rita got that jackknife pin on Hina to get the victory. Um, next match, so semifinal: Micah Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Micah wins with first time ever winning with her trainer's finishing move. She hit her with the Michinoku Driver number two mm-hmm. to get that victory. Uh, fun, hard hitting match. Unagi Sayaka is another one who has hasn't been around that long. Um, she she did some indies in 2019, and then she made her debut in Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, later on wow. in 2019. Okay, um, and then how does she jump ship then? Her and Mina Shirakawa, I, I believe, came over together. Huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe they were just freelancing there, but uh, yeah, they debuted in November of of last year. You know, she's thirty one years old. Um, she, uh, I don't know what what she was like. She started so late. You know, mm-hmm. um, twenty nine years old, twenty eight years old. I believe she started. But, you know, I had seen her briefly in Tokyo Joshi Pro, so I was still kind of new to her when she got to stardom, but, you know, she got my respect. She was working hard. Micah's just like, eat my ass So I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Micah just has, uh, talk about big trick energy, uh, as we were talking a little earlier on. Uh, Micah, you know, she's, as as the TikTokers say, she's sick uh but in all the right ways of um you know meaning in a dominating wrestling way no, nothing of a misogynistic way uh just because she is a, a a beast and and she definitely showed it with her powerful you know kind of power spots there uh that's superplex that she gave unagi was like, holy shit, how is, you know, Unagi going to get up? But don't worry, she did, because she countered that shit with a spine buster there. Uh, you know, but but Micah, you know, kind of, you know, having that injured leg and that kind of being a story in some ways, uh, you know, kind of throughout these uh, two matches, that I'm sure, you know, with the uh, the earlier tournament ones as well. But uh, Micah looks dominant when she applies those submissions, whether it's a single leg or a sleeper hold there. Uh, but like you said, Mishinoku Driver, a shout-out to Taka, uh, the one who trained her. Good match. The intensity was was pretty damn cool. Or great to watch.
1: this show, to me, went just like a Wrestle Kingdom in, in a lot of ways, too. Um, the three-way women match, they worked really hard, but I only went two and a quarter. I, I thought it was a mm-hmm. floppy. But, you know, I didn't expect a lot from it, so I wasn't mad by the low score. I just, you know, I got honest rate it. Um, Unagi, Sayaka, Mike, I went three. Next match, three and a quarter, it got better. Sayakamatani defeat Timika. I I was surprised, I was surprised. That, but the the push that Sayakamatani's been getting, especially since joining stars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, is really really getting her her up and, and, and over. So I get it. It makes it makes total sense. Uh she hit her with that Star Crusher. Oof. This is fun, man. And and the thing that I really like about it too is um it's Himika, in. She's, she's a player. She was yeah. the fourth member of Donna Del Mundo. She was the fourth one to come in. So I just thought it was real cool um, to see her make it in. And I, I didn't think they were going to do the two of them uh, going head to head, but uh, you know, it was fun. It was, this is Nicole Another Max. big
2: brute uh, that Donna Del, Del Mundo has in the Himika and, you know, watching a few shows, you know, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, definitely made me a fan. We we know Derek Fury, also a fan of Himika. There, oh, but, he loves uh, Himika. Kind of surprised, you know. I was I was expecting, you know, kind of, I don't know, like you know, a inter faction final. Uh, but yeah. like you said, Sae, uh Kamatani just was all, you know, all in there, you know, from from the screams to uh just the energy Her there energy. yeah yeah it was just amazing and then again himika controlling majority of it great uh showcase of you know brute strength versus you know quickness agility and and as we just said the energy that she brought uh definitely made me think you know okay i think she's going to win but when she nailed that star crusher like you said and then it was just a one two three the only problem I have with this match, Ryan, was uh, give me five or seven minutes more. That was yeah. my only gripe with this match. Just, both I wish you had more matches time. They Eight yeah.
1: uh, 8.05 and 8.51 for this one, both under nine minutes. Um, wow. I do agree. Yeah, I was But I, I think part of the reason they went shorter is because they were like sprints, it felt like. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting them to go long. I was like, all right, they're going to this they're gonna they're gonna go hard and it's not gonna go long because they're not gonna want to blow them up for that reason um and then as i said it keeps getting better i went three and a half on the next match Uh, so fun it was originally supposed to be natsupoy and julia taking up mina shirakawa and tam nakano of the cosmic angels against momo watanabe and Azumi um of queen quest and julia said look uh, we need to shake this up. I'm the star here, and I'm not in the main event, so I want to be in something that's going to be treated as a main event. Let's randomly draw our teams. And I knew I knew the minute that stipulation happened, I knew what the teams were going to be, and I'm, <laughs> this is one of the times I'm glad I was right because it was so perfect. Natsupo who are feuding over the future of stardom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole thing, they got put together. Momo Watanabe and Nina Shirakawa got put together as we all saw, or if anyone watched the, the last uh, Cinderella show uh, back in April, I think it was, or March, Mo Watanabe beat the shit out of Mina Shirakawa yep. in that match. And I went four and a half on it. It was like, and she's just like, God, Tab Nakano's carrying around 100 pounds of crap on her back. Like, they hate each other. And then obviously Julia and Tab Nakano, I mean, they started oh, fighting each other in the sure middle of the match. Other. Slapping the shit <laughs> out <of> each other. <laughs> I mean, this this Julia and Tam Knockout might be my feud of the year. I mean, it 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 went the whole beginning of the year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Julia loses the title to Tam, w- in which changed her entire gimmick and look. Yes. To which now they're still going at it halfway through the year. It's not getting dull by any means, and I have I would not be shocked if Julia wins the Grand Prix. And then gets her rematch with tam knock like this feud is great and i i just i don't see it slowing down i don't see any reason to make it slow down i don't
2: think it needs to yeah you're you're totally oh, so right good. i mean with finding out with certain championships that stardom does have uh, yeah this is definitely a feud that that can keep going to make a lot of a lot of fans happy and even people newer to the product because julie uh, my God, who doesn't love, love, love them some? Oh. Julia, I am a mark for sure. Yes. Again, probably Why'd my fifth curious? time I've seen. But damn, that swagger, that charisma. Her saying, no, we're changing this event. And her <laughs> and her own partner in this match, like you said, slapping the shit out of each other. I love that this is a fun-ass match. A, a pay-per-view style, you know, kind of random tag. We have all these names. And then, oh, I don't know, Mishirakawa, you know, just doing some big moves, you know, making a name for herself, you know, which I thought was pretty nice. Of course, she ate the pin from Azumi, But, again, I love the setup, love the chemistry that all these, you know, opponents had while they were teammates, you know, unlike a Monday Night Raw. You know, it's like, oh, oh. are they going to team up well? They did what they had to do. Uh, but Natsupoi, my new favorite, honestly. She's tremendous. Athletic, a great character, and she just does cartwheels whenever the hell she wants and flips, and she's like, yeah, and then we'll beat the shit out of you. I was all for that. I loved her and Julia where they were like, well, what do we do? And then Julia's like, come on, and, you know, they had their little gimmick there. Of course, you know, not to pay, not trying to hit her, but, you know, of course, sentoning her by accident or, you know, getting her double stomped to meeting Julia's. Uh, good storylines, you know, to kind of keep these feuds going, but also having a, a fresh coat of paint on them as well.
1: Uh, support's got got a fun little history too that that goes back, which you'll you'll appreciate. I think you'll like. Uh, she's she's twenty five. She started in two thousand fifteen, so she was nineteen, I believe, when she started. Um,
0: okay.
1: For for uh, uh, she's trained by Yuna Manasseh, who's a really, really good worker. I'm sure she's been on a couple of DDT shows you've seen. Um, her opening, her first ever match, uh, of Christmas, she tagged, uh, with Te Honma in a losing effort against her trainer, Yuna Manasseh, and also Sayori No, who we love over here at, yes. at Wrestlecast Radio. Um, she was. She was in a, a battle Royal too a couple years later that had Yuko Miyamoto from uh, the Yankee Kenju was in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muninori Sawa, uh, some other people, Hercules Senga was in it. Um, then she was on the, the Akiyama uh, and Omori 25th anniversary show uh, where she teamed with you No. Know, that was for all Japan. She went on to do some stuff with Oz Academy um, Oh, she had, a, she had a match with Mayumi um, Ozaka. That was probably good. Then she was in. D, she, she went to DDT. She was on Peter Pan twenty nineteen. Um, where yeah, so you would have seen her because she tagged with Unagi oh, Yeah. I was about
2: to say. Who what you said? Then and I was like, wait, I think I remember someone just doing a random flips, you know, kind of yeah. an entrance.
1: <laughs> so she tagged with Unagi and that Sayaka. smile. And yes, to think she's on a
2: heel ass badass goon squad. <laughs> well, they're not the true. Oh go- well, yeah, they're the goon squad, but you know. Yeah, it's so fun, so fun.
1: Um, which, so that would have been the first time probably seeing Yunagi Sayaka also, who who was obviously in this, this tournament. And then her trainer, mm-hmm. Yuna they lost to Rika Tatsumi and the Bakaretsu sisters on that show. Um, she did some Sendai girls after that. Uh, she teamed up with Sari, uh, losing to Dash, Asago, and Miko Sadamura. Oh, God, I bet those two brutes killed her. Uh, <laughs> poor, poor her. Um, she did some Joshi Pro for a little bit, it looks like. Um, and then she also resigned or she resigned in uh, from stardom in just in September of twenty twenty one too. Hmm. So um she had uh, made her debut in stardom on twenty sixteen where she tagged again obviously with Sayori No and Starlight like Kid losing to Azumi, uh, Haruka Kato and Kaori Oniyama. Um she was in the Grand Prix, and then she left the company. Okay, so I didn't know she was actually in it for a little bit. She left the company for four years, and then she came back at the Yokohama Cinderella on October of last year when she defeated Death Yamasan, and then hmm. that was when they revealed her to be the fifth number of Dona Del Mundo by Julia. So that's kind of how she came full circle back in here, but, you know, Natsupo is 25. And she got a hell of a career in front of her, and I love too at the end where Julia's like, boy, and she's Looking around the arena, trying where where are you, Natsupoy? And everyone's laughing and like she leaves the the stage and she's walking through the crowd trying to find her Natsupoi. <laughs> she didn't know she went to the back yet. When uh when her and uh, Zumi went back fighting or whatever to the back, and then she's standing there stuck between the cosmic angels. So she's looking, she's looking under the ring and shit. People are laughing. I'm like God, Julia's so good. <laughs> like, did, she did, truly you, is. I don't remember if I if you sent it to me or if I saw it from somebody else, but did you see that um, that gif where she's sitting on the ground next to um, Fukegan Death at a recent show? And uh, no, Fookigan Death so. is like fake smoking a cigarette because she's like stressed out being in a to tie. So Julia like kneels <laughs> down next to her, and she uh, she takes her hand out of her pocket and she starts banging her hand. And then you see her pull one out and she lights it and she starts hitting a cigarette right next to her, too, and just faking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous?
2: That's funny.
1: Oh, man. And, and uh, Fukegan Death has, like, sad clown makeup on while she's doing it. Julia's like, Oh, yeah, I'll sit down oh. and have one with you. And everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta care what I thought. I'll, I'll um yeah, three and a half on that Azumi gets the win. Awesome. I like that. I I want more Azumi Natsupoy. That's the point, man. She might get my breakout on the half year awards here coming up. Like, she's she's mine,
2: mine so far. Tremendous. I mean. God. She's on my list, that's for sure. She
1: she is faith. Faith. Um, then we had once again I went three and three quarters. It just keeps getting better.
2: Come Stars. on, even with that emotional ending, man, that that got me in the
1: feels. Oh, it was it just feels if I'm grading more than the match, it was way better. It just bell to bell is where I'm grading. And what
2: did I say months ago when you had to watch stardom? Like
1: the two events. you Last week that I don't want to spoil for you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was like, dude, wouldn't it be tight? if, like, I, I don't know. Like starlight kid turns heel and goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? It wasn't by choice. And by uh-huh. golly, was it rad when the leader—I'm assuming the leader of Oedo Tai, uh, not Sukasora—just yes, yeah. carries her over her shoulders yeah. and, like the announcer said, carries her out like a trophy. And oh, you great. know, a crying Mayo Iwatani was saying, "I will win you back. I will win you back." And I'm about to cry <laughs> as Callie's looking at me like. Why the hell is there a busted-ass Ronald McDonald and what is this? And I'm like, stop, this is so important. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
0: well, and by the way, two people, time, tie, so.
2: are they the female version of Damnation? Just a bunch of scumbags just oh, looking so at S- The music,
1: Tocuma but the look a... of them. Awesome. Oh, oh mismatch. Uh, Konami is so good at being a, mm-hmm. at being a piece of shit. I'm so glad she turned. (laughs) Saki Kashima is like the stuck-up hot chick who just is Mm. – just just a see you next Tuesday. I love Saki Kashima. Oh, yeah. She was the one who got the pin over Mayu. So this is the second time now they've had um, a a five-on-five with with people involved. Where at the last Cinderella, uh, it was down to Iwatani and Kashima. And Kashima got the pin and, and that's why Fukigan death had to join the wayo tie,
2: oh and okay, so the whole okay. point
1: of this was mayu they they put star they wanted Fukigan death on the uh, back they wanted their they wanted their friend back, and Natsuka said, all right, we'll put her up, but but if we win, we get Starlight and Kid. you gotta give her to us, and they took it, so that and then mayu just I mean, in tears. They even, uh, ironically, uh, who who made her summit debut a couple weeks ago, uh, Rin Katakora getting recruited to be part of Stars for one night um, to be in this from Pro Wrestling Wave. I was like, "That's what's up, man! They must have star on the summit. <laughs> Knew it was a good idea." Obviously. Um, Rin Katakora made her debut losing to Tony Storm, but that's okay.
0: Totally.
1: Um, so now at the next big show, Mayu has put herself on the line to get her friends back. Wow! So like they are, like she's so tight, man. Oh, so and and I I love I love homie the Stuart uh Stuart Fulton commentary. He's becoming mm-hmm. my favorite commentator next to Joe and uh Ho because <laughs> they're still so, well, Kenichi Orai coming out with titles. Oh, that is the heat up title. Oh, I didn't know he knew that. Oh, the heat up like. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, in his spare time, uh, Ho Ho Loon just frequents watching uh, Heat Up and then all the grimy Japanese indie scum promotion. <laughs> like, how do you know about Heat Up? Like, oh, that is a combination of title from Europe on this other one. Like, oh, okay.
2: Ho Ho Loon over here is like, wait, man. <laughs>
1: Like, okay. I'm trying not um, to spit out
2: my water, but that's some funny <laughs> shit.
1: What's this so random? He's like, oh, a heat ups title. Like, who the hell watches heat ups though? what? Um, then seven main events. Alex Notebook came out four stars on this one. Uh, Saya Kamatani with a Phoenix Splash in 15 minutes Saya Kamatani is your Cinderella of 2021. She gets one wish now. Um. This was awesome, man. I thought this was a really good match. Himika was once again on my, like, or not Himuka, uh Micah, excuse me. You know, now Sayaka has same. gone through. I
2: mean, they're in the same group, but they also are very similar. I'm like, wow, talk about a wrecking ta- wrecking crew tag team, <laughs> they could be.
1: So now she's gone through. She went through both members of Donna Delmonico. So it was a nice little story there. hmm uh, this is this is cool. This is really cool, man. Uh, what did you think of this? So Micah's lariats, again,
2: her strength is just something to be amazed with. Of course, you know, she had the injured leg. Uh, so I, I thought just even to start of the match where she gives, uh, you know, Saya Kamatani that tilt world back backbreaker and then Saya, just her selling that leg was awesome. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, about two-thirds in the match, she was like, What leg injury and then you know just didn't sell too much anymore which you know was whatever uh but again you know as you stated uh you know that spanish leg counter um by uh amitani was awesome uh you know and and whatnot but you know that star crusher the the 760 splash getting the win there pretty dominant uh and i love the emotion and the green the little one, you know, and we watched the uh, the ceremony afterwards, and she was like, wow, that's a really great dress. You know, went with her eyes. You know, it was good emotion. And then, of course,
1: she made the call out. Um, so, my I, I, for whatever reason, didn't go back and see her, her request. What did she request?
2: Uh, she requested did
1: a she request- championship match. Yep, 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 against Tam. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I I, didn't have it written down, so I thought maybe I didn't watch it because I knew it wasn't for the red belt because that was somebody else. Yes. So that, that's cool. Good. I, I like that because now you're building. Now you have two options here. If she, for some reason, which I don't think she's going to beat Tam Nakano, over, if she does, she went through two members of Donna Del Mundo in yep. that tournament. So now you got a storyline either. Who oh, wants their belt back? God this company rules, man. All oh, this thing just Oh, this it's so good. What did and then we get No, now, hold uh, Before before it's we not. get to that, I just want to bring up two coming up. Um uh Saya Ida, she's the the little short chick, the muscle chick, she had to uh, give give up the future stardom title. So they did a seven seven woman tournament to crown a new champion for the future of stardom uh championship. Hanan got a first round bye on May 14th and 15th. Uh we saw uh, Mina Shirakawa defeated Ruaka, and then Hina defeated Arena. And then on June 8th, uh, Unagi Sayaka defeated Lady C, which took us to June 8th again. Uh, same day, Unagi Sayaka then defeated Tanan, who had the bye, and Mina Shirakawa defeated Hina. Uh, July 4th at the Yokohama Dream Cinderella 2021 in the su- in summer is what it's called. Uh, that is on the 4th of July. That will have the mm. Mina Shirakawa-Unagi Sayaka match it will also have the Tam Nakano uh, Saiya Kamatani, and it will also have oh, the, wow. the uh, Tora Utami Red Belt title match, too. So all three, <laughs> uh, those are the big three matches on the 4th of July for this show. I um, you know what it, I'll be they, doing
2: that Sunday morning.
1: Uh, it's, on Yoko, it's at the Yokohama Budokan Hall, too, so they're running Budokan, which will be tight. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to hit Stardom World right away because they, they've been running <sighs> these actual pay-per-views. <sighs> um but if if it's on an actual pay-per-view and and like it's a rewatchable link
2: um yep. it was
1: 20 bucks last time i'm just going to cop it like i don't even care i'll just get i'll just get you the link cop it um but yes um as we 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 go in here i ranted and raved about where you're going next here um alex i have i have literally put this I think is I think right now this this is past Jeff Cobb and Shingo from Wrestle Kingdom. This is my match of the year, which I've never had a women's match or a match of the year. And I, this might be the year, uh, Tommy. What, Iyashi, would you get a uh, thirty
2: minute Broadway dude to end the show in in such dramatics? Such a great ending. <laughs>
1: and then thirteen minutes and nineteen seconds later. Wait, what?
2: And then they said (laughs) a draw. I turned it off. Are you serious? They said a draw. I was like, well, that was tremendous. Great athleticism. Good, hard-hitting matchup. Great story with Shiri, you know, just, you know, just coming up short as she was straight MMAing, you know, uh, the champion of Tommy Hayashishida, you know, down. And, my God, that 30 minutes... I, I wish it was longer. Apparently, it was
1: what? You you you're, 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 you're on WrestleMania 12. You're you're telling me? You're you're bullshitting me so bad. No. You you they really literally stopped. said draw 30 minutes. So, I can't tell if you're fucking with me because a lot of times you fuck with me.
2: You remember what Jerry Lawndale, Tommy when they went in the overtime? like when face first into that turnbuckle pad, when she long-darts the champ into that oh, Okay, good, pin. so you did
1: watch, you did watch this. The, Do you remember
2: yeah. that down um, power button that Shuri muscles up <laughs> just a little bit for a two and then collapse from fatigue? Oh, no, I watched the remainder because I almost turned it off there, Cook. But I was like, why is there still, like, 48 minutes left? And then I was like – what so i kind of fast forward like six minutes and then i saw we're getting a restart and i was like wait yeah. what siori demands that like, And top
1: he goes i can go too go. And, then, and then uh rossi ogall is like all right let's do it and then they <laughs> keep the share with each other for 13 more minutes i i would i i, I and I that's what so- secured the match the
2: dramatics I, of that
1: oh my god uh siori does goes for that running running punt kick again across the apron and Utami sidesteps her and she just, takes just that black ball Oh my god that had to hurt. Mm-hmm. And I almost think that I enjoyed that they didn't fluently do that tornado DDT spot on the floor as as good as it could be because they were playing up the fatigue factor so much mm-hmm. it made sense they couldn't do it. So then she just picks her up and DDTs her on the floor. And then
2: it's not even fatigue for the thirty minutes or by that about 35, 36 minutes of wrestling. It was because these two were beating the shit out of each other. Oh my God. You know, like,
1: kicked. I mean.
2: UFC, was, man.
1: And then, and then, like, every time Utami would start getting some offense, Siori would just grab her and start giving her knee lifts. So that, like, just mm-hmm. knee lift after knee lift. I'm like, I would have, oh my God. It was early so on good. when Sheree
2: hit that leg dropped from the top to the back of Tommy's neck. I was like, what? Already? <laughs> this shit is over. Like, again, each of them picked that body part. You know, Cherie, you know, she was getting her leg attacked and, and whatnot, you know, but again, just started <laughs> no-selling that shit kind of, you know, kind of around the way. But it was just a headshot after a headshot to the champion. But, you know, uh, Utami definitely did not back down, you know, that aggressive sleeper hold, you know, where you're thinking it's going to be it there, you know. And the original regulation, you know, regulated 30 minutes there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, Shuri getting that giant jumping knee and some punches, you know, goes to 30 minutes. We get the overtime, uh, the dramatic alone, and then, oh, yeah, they
1: both get counted down. It's a Jeez, double so awesome. TKO. She smokes her with a buzzsaw kick and then just falls over from fatigue and neither can answer a 10-tell for another draw. It was... Oh, my... I, I, I thought for a second Tommy was going to tap on that last armbar. i like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, she's going to win the title. And then Siori's frustration. Utami, I, I mean, this was... I, I, this, this match was... It was incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. It was
1: so good.
2: When Shiri it, grabbed that... Bu- rope after getting that world power bomb
1: done to her oh my god At she that five that Beautiful. release razors yeah that's how Beautiful. that's, that's uh, she killed b priestley with that thing of b priestley's final start of match <laughs> like i was like ah oh, damn they beat her she, like oh it's so good man this i i just i think everything was worked perfectly
0: mm-hmm.
1: the emotion the, the the amount of how stiff it was, the story they told, the frustration both wrestlers showed, the fact that it restarted and they and they just nobody could beat each other, this this keeps Utami just as strong and now you made a new star in Suri. Mm.
2: Oh yeah.
1: I I mean this was this was a performance that I don't think anyone's gonna replicate the rest of this year. I mean I I, I when this ended, I, went, that was, I think it was the match of the year. Like, I didn't even have to think twice about it when I was done. And that's always my thing is if I don't have to think twice about it and was it or was it not, it, that's a five for me. You know, if, yeah. if I debate is it five or four and three quarters, then I know I'm not going – that I, I'm like, oh, it's automatically out of five. I didn't have to think twice. I was, you, I was talking to Jordan on Xbox while I was watching this match, and I'm, like, screaming watching this, and he's doing the commentary and after it's over, he's like, "That sounded incredible." I was like, "You have no idea what I just watched." Because <laughs> like he was, he was. I was like, "Sorry, you're hearing this. he goes No, just I want to keep hearing it. Like the mm-hmm. commentary and you and you screaming. He's like, "I'm into this, and I don't even know what's happening." <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was so good. It was so good, man. This was. Where does this rank for you?
0: <sighs>
1: like, does it is this match in your top ten?
2: Oh, easily. It, it's probably, I mean, honestly, it's probably, I got to go over notes, but it, it's easily top three. I'd I mean, say.
0: Just, th- this I mean
2: was... again, go, you know, we'll, we'll get to that, you know, our mid-year, you know, WrestleCast 2021 mid-year awards cluster bleep. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of going over notes. I, I, yeah, I mean, the emotional factor that I thought I I couldn't get over with the uh, with the Starlight Kid, you know, getting transferred to a widow tie, uh, just brought me joy in in wrestling, again, you know, where you know I it reminded me of the days of you know watching early Okada. You know, when you know, when we started, started going into the Puro side, where it's just like, wow, this is just art. This is just them beating the shit out of each other, screaming, saying, why won't you die to their opponents. You know, both women. And, you know, for it to go two draws, two knockouts, essentially. Uh, or the second one, you know, as a double knockout. Uh, <laughs> just to maybe want more. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fine if they, you know, continue the rest of the year like this.
1: It just was... This is one of those performances that, like, you know, like uh, every wrestler has that one performance in them where they go, wow, I'm never going to be able to do that again. And I'm, and a lot of people, you know, they do replicate it. But I had that same kind of feel after watching this that I did after O'Connor and Omega from Wrestle Kingdom in the first match, mm. where I was like, this might be the greatest women's match I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I am hard for, pr- like... I and mean, didn't we just say that? Recently about
2: another match?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and you know what's crazy is I gave this the same rating as that, and this blew that match away.
2: I mean, they both have emotional factors and levels, uh, you know, and and, uh, and I thought the control and pacing of both these matches were were well done Considering the circumstances, again, not knowing too much about these two ladies who uh, tore the house down, uh, you know, for, for stardom here with uh, Utami Haya Shishida, and, of course, Shiri. Um, but, I mean, Belair and Sasha, again, that was probably the best Sasha Banks match that I've seen since you know her NXT days. Mm. And Bianca Belair, you know, minus a few things here and there again. She was like, I'm here for You know, for the party You know, take notes Where both these women were like, hey everyone Hey, Dave Meltzer's given us You know, the stamp of approval Take notes,
1: we are stardom This, now I've heard I've heard a couple people say this and I agree with them The minute this match Got a 5.5 from Meltzer Stardom should be putting this on every form Of social media and giving this match away for free
2: Ooh
1: you should be giving everybody an opportunity to see this match and try to win over fans and get mm-hmm. new subs that's, that, yeah. I think that's the, the issue I have is as a business you should be just giving this away like you should be telling people we want you to see this because this is our company
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we have so many more stars oh that's yeah that's
2: the thing I, I mean so many championships where but this one definitely was like oh I need to pay attention to this red title
1: Utami Hiashishita beat Mayu for this at Sendai Cinderella last year in November.
2: So, did they all these Cinderella shows? Do they all have like tournaments, and they crown a new Cinderella in like each city?
1: Is uh, no, that just a name just, for
2: any reason. It's like
1: yeah, they'll just they'll just build up to. They've been just using Cinderella in different cities as like their big pay per view shows. Okay, um, this was just building up to this.
2: So it's like a Wrestle Road to WrestleMania or WrestleMania Revenge type of gimmick.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they just you know <laughs> this was just the end of the tournament. <laughs> I disagree. What do you want me to do? Um, you know, this is this is her fifth title defense. She's had the belt for 221 days now. This match I think solidified Utami as my women's wrestler of the year right now. I mean, mm. she has been putting on. Just bangers. Just mm-hmm. just bangers.
2: And I did um, watch that B Priestley that. match. I remember it was a match I saw. And uh, yeah, that definitely turned some heads when she was kind of tossing around like she was nothing. Oh, you went back and watch that? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, that, that too, that B Priestley match, I went like four and a quarter on it. it was four and a half. It was really good. Like, obviously, you could tell B Priestley was, was going at it like it was her. At her yeah. end? Yeah. But shit, that was good. And the, 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 her, uh, Utami at the, uh, uh, Hina, uh, Hina Matsuri All-Star Dream Cinderella at the at Budokan, their big Budokan show, um, that was the weekend where, where New Japan, Sardom, and Noah all ran Budokan, and out drew all of them. That was the, yep. uh, when Kiyomiya, we thought, was hopefully going to beat Muda, it was that weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she 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 worked Saya Kamatani, who won the Cinderella. That match was notebook for sure. Um, so I mean, you know, she she had an awesome match at Corican in January. It was her second defense, I believe. Um, but she she worked Micah. and that was just that match just rocked. And then her first one at the Osaka Dream, Cinderella pay-per-view, and Eddie on last December, her first offense, uh I mean, it's not this year, but she worked mobile. And it's just, I mean, you knew that was going to be good. I think mean, it went four and a half on that. But I think with Tommy Hayashi, this, this has propelled her easily as my, she's my woman's wrestler of the year. I mean, it's just hmm. the shit she's doing right now. And, it, and that bump when she gave, she gave Siori that wheelbarrow, like wheelbarrow German, but instead of on the apron, she threw into like the metal beam mm-hmm. under the yep. under the. Hip. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Calm down. Oh, it was good.
2: All those slaps, man. Yeah, I, I my notes are just exclamations and holy shit and fatigue and how are they doing this and whoa they got to the ropes and holy shit it's another draw but that rock, you know like. Damn! On the go check it out. You're right. Maybe Stardom will. I I did see they had like a a version from the Stardom YouTube channel. It was like a 16 minute, I believe, okay. condensed version of the match. So or highlights, but it was from the official Stardom uh, accounts. So like, check it out,
1: please, even ladies uh, and gentlemen, even at the Corican shows because they always try to do st- always good stuff at the Corican I mean, you know, a, a couple days before that. They had a match where it was, it was her, Saya Kamatani, and Momo Watanabe against Julia Michaels oh Carey. That was just tremendous, too. Um, and then after the match, you know, promos cut, you know, the respect is given. Um, and then out comes Natsuko Tora holding Starlight Kids mask because she is the next <laughs> challenger for the Red Belt. I was like, that. oh, there's such pieces of shit. No, I the don't tie. I love it. <laughs> oh, I mean,
2: Damnation at its finest.
1: Alex, right now, um, this is going to be on my show of the year list. I don't know where it's going to rank, but this is going to be my show of the year list. You know, any show where I go two and a quarter, three, then three and a quarter, then three then a half, and three and three quarters, then four, and then five. Uh, like that's exactly how I, I like having shows go. If you're not going to mm-hmm. have the opener be super hot too, I love it. Just building and getting better and better, and that's what this. This is perfect formula.
2: God, it was like yeah. WrestleMania night two this year where it surprised the shit out of you, how quick and balanced everything was. And then, oh, yeah, showcased many, many, new talents, at least in my eyes and hopefully our listening audience that'll go back. And Stardom has great content. They have English subtitles. You know, every, everything works out. You know, I watch every now and then. I subscribe to their thing. So it's always on my YouTube thing. So I'll, I'll watch a thing here and there. But definitely, uh, even though I said it last time, I am going to be a Stardom mark. For the rest of 2021
1: hell yeah yeah it was man it was it was awesome um hell of, uh hell of a hell of a show hell um, of a show uh, was i, what was I what am I trying to type in here did you ever by chance watch that youtube link that i sent the group with that random ryoji psi match from march in a company called ppp
2: no no.
1: Um, I, got, I I'll try to get the link back again. Um, but but uh, Ryoji Sai. This was it was from God. All he does is work collega. now Did he? Uh, is.
2: Was he still rocking those baller outfits?
1: Yeah. Um, yes, that coat okay, is so awesome. At the it was in Shijuku face at the P, uh, so at this company PPP uh, PPP Tokyo. Uh, Ryoji side faced this guy Gentaro Hachisu, who I have no idea who this guy is or what it was, but I have never heard a clap crowd so into a flipping match in my that life. That
2: match, okay, yeah, I remember that comment you were talking about, and I was like, huh, and then a million more texts like delete that from my eyesight. So
1: um, I'm tr- I, I, I I can't remember where I got put on this match from. But I'm trying to remember. Like I, I wish I knew the, the, the excitement by it. Um, let's see. Yeah, like like I was gonna like you know somebody gave this a rating. It's he is famous. rocking
2: the the coat. I love it.
1: I oh did you did you turn it on?
2: Yeah, I found it. Yep.
1: Uh, so uh, Gentaro Hachisu is like the newest rookie in PPP. <laughs> and it, I mean, this is – you hear this crowd? For this young boy? It's
2: like at the ECW Arena. It's like a darkened venue. That's that's really cool.
1: They're in Shinjuku phase. It says you got to have a tough gut to sit through this entire match because the one objection of this match was to put Kentaro Haikishi through as much physical torment as possible. Oh. He he brought an an outsider with the name to destroy the newest rookie.
2: That guy's a rookie? Yeah. God, I wish I looked like that when I was his age. Jesus. Even the body, the chest hair is amazing.
1: Ryoji size just punishes this. Oh my
2: God, he's dead. He's just on the mat in the middle of the ring. (laughs) Face down. murdered.
1: Oh my God. I mean, it was... It was. I, I was having flashbacks of Toshiaki Kawano wrestling somebody.
2: Oh, he gets Psy up, side counters with his weights. You, oh, you need to, so still hits him. you
1: should, you should watch this from start to finish. It's only an eleven-minute match. Why
2: does it say eighteen thirty-three?
1: Because of the post-match and the and the intro. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But I'm like, that, I'm, that was the I'm nice thinking. thing
2: about stardom. Every match was like 70% of the what the runtime actually said. I was like, oh, right. Except it swerved me, so thank you for not ruining it. We were like, yeah, it's only a 30-minute match. I was like, oh, cool. And so Callie was all like, oh, we got this to watch. We got that to watch. I'm like, yeah, we can watch that. I'll finish stardom. It's only 30 minutes. And so I started at like eight ten, And I was like, oh, I have plenty of time. And then I was like, whoa, overtime. There's still like 40 minutes left. Let's go, we make it in time
1: for the show, but uh, yeah, oh,
2: it, was, it was definitely worth it, worth the wait.
1: I mean, this match is, like, people are going to talk about this match for a long time. Like, and, and I know I compared it to it earlier, but that's how this is having the feel of, this is having that same feel of, after, after people saw Okada versus Omega, and, like, mm-hmm. how it got all those people into New Japan, like, because of the buzz. Because I still think, that, you know, I know people love the 90-minute the match. I know people love the, the the draw at Dominion. I know people love mm-hmm. the G1 match. But that Wrestle Kingdom match is the greatest wrestling match I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And wow. and I, I can comfortably say that. Like, there's like there's a couple of the Flair Steamboat matches that are going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett and Sean, I think, is on there. But... Man, oh man, this was just—I mean, I, I think I think that Kobashi, uh, the Kobashi Masala versus Kawada uh, mm-hmm. Kiratari match from, um, I think January of 1999 is on there. I think the eighth Kobashi Masala te, uh, title match is on there too. That's one thing I want to do with you. Like I want to get us on a split screen thing, like we did for um dominion when we watched it together but i want to um, watched
2: jericho and Naito murder each other's necks
1: <laughs> no it was jericho and okada on that one
2: oh yeah it was the nido bushi was trying to murder each other's necks <laughs> yeah because i i
1: the jericho nido i saw live at the tokyo dome that's right that's
2: right oh that was um, that tokyo dome man. Eh? yep yeah i saw
1: that and i saw oh yeah tana, uh, tana and omega. omega yep yeah but I want to I want to watch in order all of the Masala versus Kobashi title title matches for the GHC title. I, I'm telling you, like it's one of the greatest like feuds ever. I, and you, like I would love to watch it like with you as we am talking to you while we're watching that type of shit. It's so good. But this, I mean, this Futami theory match is just. I just have a feeling this is going to be in a lot of people's lists. This is going to stand hopefully this will for be the game
2: while. changer. Uh, no pun intended, Brett Lauderdale. I hope this is the the thing that kind of puts Joshi kind of you know on the map there. You know, ten years for stardom. It's a hell of a way to kick off a a milestone anniversary uh, with this match. You know, kind of middle of the year here. Uh, you know, especially with the crowds. You know, kind of settling in over the last six to eight months, uh, especially in in Japan there. Uh, yeah, I, I think this could be the thing. Uh, hopefully, the WWE doesn't oversaturate it, you know, if you will, where they try to, you know, say, we don't need an all-women's event, and then everyone's talking about this. It's like, you know what? We will have Evolution Part 2. You know, the, they <laughs> might do some crazy shit, or, you know, God forbid, they might and try to sign, you know, Utami. But oh, I Shane guess
1: we'll was- Rossi Ogawa and... and uh, um, Bushiro ain't letting her leave. She's like 22.
2: Man, money talks.
1: <laughs> <They> got, you <laughs> know, <laughs>
2: we're for Suzuki now. So.
1: <laughs> um, the that other thing worked. that we had that, uh, coming up too, we, we mentioned Noah's coming up tomorrow. Um, the awesome, awesome Dragon Gate show tomorrow. God, there's a lot of shit to watch this weekend. Um, but also, All Japan um, is going to have a three-way yes. mini round-robin type tournament thing. Um, Suama gets COVID, which yep. by the way, that's the most all Japan pro wrestling shit to have happened. Like this company That's has the only so way he things.
2: loses the title. I love it. Yeah,
1: like th- this company has so many wet fart type things that happen to it. Like this this is just perfect. <laughs> you know, I'm just like this company just can't do anything right. It's probably like it's his fault, but it's just you know what I mean? Like, oh of course that's what happened. So do you
2: think he's uh, just too hurt though for kind carrying, of not carrying this company just having these brutal matches and then sometimes doing double duty when the violent giants were, were tag champs. Do you think you're just like, Hey, just say I got COVID and you
1: know, cause no one else is off the no. tour. This guy's he, been
2: around everyone.
1: Why he aren't they shutting this shit down? Yeah. That, that better not be the reason you you put your damn guys, you put the guy over, you put your new champion over. You don't have a, uh, no, don't do that.
2: Maybe he hates um, Jake Lee that much. Is Jake Lee yeah. get screwed? Does do they just go the safe route and get the belt back to Kento Miyahara to kind of run through this Olympic season?
1: I think if that's the reason he would have won the Champions Carnival then. Why well, have Jake Lee win the Champions Carnival if he wasn't going to beat Suwama? I, I think the problem is now they got to have Jake Lee beat Kento twice, and I don't think they mm-hmm. wanted that. No. You know he beat him in the Carnival finals. That's one thing.
2: But now, and like so you said, old, it makes sense when they do the triple threat then. So Kento's not a tall guy.
1: Well, so I thought it was, that's not even what they're doing now. So what it is, is it's the first, they're going to do one-on-one matches, like round robin style. And it's the first guy to win two consecutive matches. So like, say they go Kenta Miyahara versus Yuma Aoyagi, and Miyahara beats Aoyagi. If he beats Jake Lee, then he wins the title. Say Jake Lee beats Miyahara. Then Jake Lee has to beat Aoyagi, and then he wins the title. Say Aoyagi beats Jake Lee now Aoyagi's got to beat hard to win the title. So it's whoever can win two matches consecutively becomes the champion. Hmm.
2: Interesting. I like those odds. And and that's happening this weekend too, huh? Yep, that's tomorrow morning. Wow. Early. So they have two huge events on the 26th, is what you're saying. Three. Uh, we have the, the aggression
1: cage match. We have the... Yep. the um, the speed, the speed star reunion at Sample um, oh, yeah, Hall Dragon. with a, with an awesome, awesome man. This whole show, by the way, for how do you Geek, as like, a fan so, uh, how do you pick what to go to? If all that shits on the same day, <laughs> the Dragon Gate show is the is top to bottom the best show. There's there's a Mochizuki singles match against Funky Jackie kameon on there, <laughs> yes. which that's gonna rule. Um, that, like I I, I, I still Someone's think Dragon the Dragon Gate the three-team six-man tag dragon gate matches are always incredible. There's mm-hmm. there's a fun tag with Don Fuji and Yamato in it. Um, uh, then it's uh, they're doing uh, shouldn't Skywalker and Dragon Kid teaming with uh, Speed Muscle in eight man against R.E.D. That'll be fun.
2: Nice. Okay.
1: So I mean, it's a really good it's a really good card. Um, noah has got that cage with the aggression that I really want to see. They're doing the Junior Battle Royal, which I'm sh- I'd am i be shocked at how that goes. Uh, or maybe the Junior Battle Royal isn't on that show because 8 is booked in Dragon Gate.
2: Is this the Muda uh, Kano?
1: No, thats I think, the, I think that's the 27th. So 8 is probably, okay. that makes probably the 27th. Because so, I think one's doing back-to-back shows.
2: Jesus. Um, Will these be on uh, Russell Universe or are these pay-per-views only again?
1: No, this should be on Wrestle Universe. Um, also, Dragon Gate. Obviously, they'll be live. Yep. Um. But I really want to see the Triple Crown match. Yeah. I would be lying if I didn't if I didn't mention that. So like, that's kind of
0: that's Don't kind of where not. I'm at.
1: Um. We'll see what happens now. Um, the final four of King of DDT uh it's coming up soon too also Oguchi, um gucci uh whatchamacallit uh tokyo joshi pro has a has a big show with Saki akai and niyo yamashita uh
0: that's, that's also on the 26th too.
1: jesus but yeah cage war english commentary um is on the universe <laughs> um the the tokyo joshi pro show starts our time at the same time i start summit so i won't be watching that uh, but it's a 9 p.m start time but yeah, the hmm. Cage War um, is the, the English commentary version is going to be on our uh, Wrestle Universe.
2: Ooh, perfect. I'm beautiful. High def on the Xbox. Can't wait. Well, I think we're going to need our sleep here. So uh, <laughs> I think that'll be a wrap for Russell Cat's Radio episode 188. Again, don't forget tomorrow night, June 25th. The day of the birth of one Timothy Jacko. Shout out to the Polish Prince back in the PF area. Uh, Summer Games 2, twitch.com or twitch.tv forward slash russellcast Radio. 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, sorry, special start time. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. One hour free game. See how that cluster is going to go also every wednesday night sportscast radio uh Ryan and, and some other guy uh but hey they get the uh the NFL uh news and and sources and reports there of course leading up to the season uh and then of course all things anything sports and uh, i don't know i might get a hair up my ass uh you know me me and the mrs Always talking shit about doing a show. We might, depending on how this Fast and the Furious movie goes, uh, either we might shit on it or might praise. Who knows? So uh, look out for a low carb weekend. Working title. That's maybe I'll we'll go
1: talk. see that tomorrow before I pick up the dolmades. Ooh! I, ha- I had to switch my work schedule around and go in later on Saturday because Demetrius is like, I- I'm coming over for summer games. I don't care. That's the guy. Well, I just say. I- I'll have to bring you home uh, in the morning, but I don't want to get up that early. So I was like, Jordan, I'll be in at like 11 or
2: 12. Is it okay? Thanks, dot com forward slash WrestleCast. Nine different designs, nineteen ninety nine. You can't beat it. Plus, you got awesome designs, awesome phrases. Of course, you can support Pro Wrestling Summits and the, the the S1, N1? I, I forgot what it was called. S1, yeah. Grand S1 Prix. Grand Prix. There we go. There we go. I don't know. That's that's all I got, Cook. What do we got? We're, we'll be back at you next week with hellified shows. Uh, again, we got our mid year cluster awards of twenty twenty one coming up here as well. And
1: we're gonna try to get a draft going. We want it, We've been yes. talking. We want to do a draft. We just gotta figure out a concept. But um, guys, we're starting to try to get back in the groove. Ten p.m. every Thursday night is what we're looking to do. Um, it's, oh, it's 10? Consecutive. Jesus. Oh, I just we started at ten tonight. That's why I said it. Oh, I just
2: thought because you had time with with the little one, you had to get him. Well, I, I I
1: it'll be the same thing next week. I'm going to pick him up on Wednesday, bring him home Thursday night. So, um, I usually yeah. I bring him home around seven thirty. So I'm usually home by about eight. So I mean, regardless, oh, okay. I can do I can do earlier than ten if we need to. Oh, um, I was just I was like, okay, this this is going to be the, the the trend, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're going to try to do Thursday nights. It's going to be Wednesday night sportscast, Thursday night wrestlecast, Friday night summit.
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say some some crazy catchphrase.
1: Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! I'll let Canelo talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Must be that tainted meat.
1: Shout out to <laughs> Payday. Mexico. Payday! Payday! You are a horrible fighter. You are a horrible fighter. Oh, it's Sunday. <laughs> Uh, myself, uh, Jordan just will be accommodating me. Uh, it's time to suit up boys boxing at the armory downtown Minneapolis. Nice. Uh, David, David Monroe jr. Defending his, uh, WBA super middleweight title. I believe it is. Uh, we got our media passes today. So we're going to be down there at, uh, that covering that. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited nice. to get, I'm so excited to get back to covering boxing at the, the armory. Uh, we got invited to the post fight interview in the grand hall area, Uh, upstairs at the armory after the fight, too. Uh, It's going to be live on Fox, too. So, I'm excited. Fox is going to show this to me. Fun time, man. I'm excited. We're getting back to real world again.
0: Yes.
2: Feels good. Feels
1: good. (laughs) Alex, thank you for a wonderful show, as always
2: yeah deuces i'm i'm out enjoy watch all this wrestling don't forget summer games too tomorrow night twitch.tv forward slash wrestlecast radio 10 p- or 9 p.m Central standard time go buy a shirt go get your repsports.com using the promo code wrestlecast to get 15 percent that's right sports.com you get swole like cook but don't get big balls like that I don't know if that's comfortable Deuces.
0: Hmm?